that previous conversation that's getting all cut, that brings me to a question we can get started with and then we'll move into the actual show. But what is the most fucked up and or delicious cocktail you've ever made for yourself that was just like, I guess either your college or just your party experiences, like holy grail of drinks where you're like, wow, this is either really disgusting because I mix so many liquors, really good because I mix so many liquors, or just like I wanted to get drunk really fast so I mixed it up. So I'll give you an example of mine because I had one cup of this and I was almost blacked out. So the concoction was uh, UV, the blue vodka, the UV blue vodka. You yeah. know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. It was that. Orange Mad Dog 2020. Okay. Mixed together in equal parts. We did that. And then I had a splash cranberry for, for taste. <laughs> no, we didn't do that. I did that no. splash cranberry. Because everything was pure alcohol. I had drank like a tall, tall glass of that. And I was like, man, this is really sweet shit. Oh, my God. I, I think I'm going blind. Because <laughs> it was like the Mad Dog just tastes like orange juice. Yeah. And then the blue vodka was like blue vodka. So it tasted like blue. And so it was, and the cranberry was just like a little bit of just to cut the edge off. It's just you know? there. It's just kind of there to, to. Just shows up at the end like, hey, how hey. you doing? <laughs> Caresses your cheek a little bit. And so, so that was mine. So you went like ingenuity for a 19 year old, really, for the most part. I'm going to go just disgusting. Right. That's fine. Uh, so there, I have two options. I have the boot shot that I mentioned last year, which was, uh, cat food and dip spit. <laughs> but that with, wasn't on purpose. That was an with initiation. Mickey's. Yes. So this one was also not on purpose, but it's just the way that we uh, would fuck with people in the bar industry because I was a bartender. Mm -hmm. It's called a mat shot. So do you, have you ever been to a bar? You see like those oh. black mats. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they're, all they're the just spillage. mixing. Yeah, all the spillage. They just pick up the mat and pour it in a shot glass, and it's like that's free. You can have as much of that as you want. Oh, like, have you had that before? I have not had it, but I have served it, and people drank it. Yes, that with like. I put like dirty napkins on those things. I do like all sorts. Like I put all sorts of filth on that myself. Let alone we clean those once a week. Like well, we clean them every day in a rinse kind of way, but like with Clorox and bleach. Yeah, that's like once soak a week. Them. Yeah. Oh my god. I also worked in a bar and can confirm those black mats were fucking filthy. <sighs> what, what about yours, TJ? Since you're talking, what was your your holy grail of drink or like most alcoholic drink you you've drank? Um, like ever could be. Yeah, like the one that was just like. You remember for being distinctly just like either super alcoholic or just super disgusting. Uh, dog, I drank a lot. Um, <laughs> like that was so casual in, in such a sad way. Yeah, it's actually pretty sad. Um, I don't know the shot of. Oh, okay, so back when you know the bar with the bull, right? Down yeah, here on thirty six. Yeah, uh, totally. Uh, we're in Austin, Texas, and so. There's this bar that had a bull, and beforehand, I used to know the uh, one of the bar managers there, and they had a shot on their menu called the Shot of Regret. Mm -hmm. um, that was back when it was Trophy Club, like Trophy Ring, excuse me. Yeah. And so basically, it had like 151 and some other shit in there. Dog, I had two of those things on a Monday night, because I was drinking on a Monday <laughs> night. <laughs> Where were you in your life when you were drinking on a Monday night? Dog, what happened was... <laughs> I just got no. I got cut early because I was working. Oh, and then I got cut early, and I was like, "Well, fuck it." You know, I'm already out here. Yeah, I don't have to do anything tomorrow. This so when you're at the pizza place, right? Yeah. Uh, yes, actually. Uh huh. Um, and so I got cut early, and uh, took two of those things, and I promise you, the street turned. The street just. <laughs> the street just. Like just, inception. Oh <laughs> no! Like I hadn't. It wasn't. I don't think like because I know it had 151 and Fireball in it. 
Um, and to <laughs> start, to just start, and I and I know they took that shit off the menu because one fifty one's dis- discontinued, right? One fifty one's discontinued. Oh, one fifty one's discontinued. Just too much alcohol poisoning. Well, yeah, fuck, I mean, it's the same as Everclear. Well, actually, no, Everclear no. is a uh, Everclear. Everclear can't hang with one fifty one. One fifty one was higher. Oh, actually, mm, no, no, Everclear okay. is stronger. Other way, Everclear is stronger. Uh, Bacardi one fifty one is seventy five percent. Bacardi uh, Everclear is ninety percent. Yeah, mm. but but Everclear still is allowed to exist. I don't know. I have an answer for that. <laughs> I think it's because it's sponsored by every frat party's punch. Fair enough. Um, Fair enough. I, I well, that know. that and ten dollar plastic bottle vodkas. I mean, you, you 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 if you have to really think about it, I have to give Everclear some props because I because uh, I do take pools of Everclear. Um, wh- What's a pool of Everclear? Uh, a pool. Oh, a pool. A handle pool. Yeah, of handle pool. Uh, I heard pool. Not pull. Like I'm just diving into a pool. <laughs> I was like, I just pull Everclear. Dude, is like coming like... up with the, like no eyebrows. All his wounds are just like, ah! You'd be the human torch coming out of that. <laughs> well, that's how I got my superpowers. And so, JJ, the, the, the new, the newest for temporary as or right. for the future, um, what, to introduce yourself, this is JJ, everybody, for the pre-show. Uh, What's he's going to be on the show today. Um, what was going to be your alcoholic drink of choice? Well, since we're talking about Everclear. Oh, no. It's going to have to be Everclear. We, me, Mark, and you have a friend named Edward. I don't yeah. think TJ's ever met him. Uh-huh. Uh, he's a wrestler, right? So he actually trained as a wrestler, and he knows how to hit a motherfucker. Right. He knows how to chop people. Right. Uh, after high school, our bigger friend, Bear, who looks like a bear. Okay, fair. <laughs> he was the only person that I had really, like, drank with. Mm-hmm. So every time that we would go to like one of these parties, because I was a good kid, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, I would just gravitate towards a bear and be like, I'm going to do what bear's doing. I played this dangerous game called Follow the Bear because he's got like <laughs> 200 pounds on me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and there was a punch bowl of Everclear and he was drinking off of that. And I was like, I'm going to graze over there with the bear. Was <laughs> he just like from the ladle just pouring it into his mouth? Eventually it became that. Like it was just us two drinking it. Even the chicks the were like, nah, I'm not going to. It just puts it to his mouth and lifts it like a giant chalice. So I mentioned Edward in this story because we got to a point in the night where bear was just like, Edward, chop me. <laughs> oh, that was that night. That was that night. So for those of you who don't know wrestling terminology, a chop is when they kind of had the backhand or the forearm. Uh, kind of it's like a the combo. Ba- yeah, it's the palm. It's really. like the palm where they slap it directly across the chest, the broad chest in a flat formation. So the chop yeah. noise is just like a on someone's chest. Sorry, yeah. TJ. You just woke up. I'm sorry. And so, so Edward's a pretty big dude. Right. Bear is roughly probably Marco or my size or a little bit thicker at the very least. Right. So Bear is like. Fucking chop me, bro. Yeah, and he takes it, and I'm like, well, I'm playing follow the bear. Edward, <laughs> chop me. And, and Edward looks at me like, dude, are you serious? Like, like I don't want to test our friendship right now. <laughs> and, and, and keep in mind, everybody, uh, JJ is not a small person, but he's a short person. And right. so one chop from Edward. Like, I'm I'm one foot above midget. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> oh yeah, fair enough. Yeah. That, that's that's actually like a legal thing. Four eleven. No, one foot above midget would be five eleven. All right, so I'm less than a foot above midget. <laughs> so, 
Sorry, TJ started laughing at his own silence. Uh, Marco and, and TJ are sharing a mic today because I didn't I didn't buy one. I thought about buying one on the way home, but I didn't. Dude, I would have invested in that. Oh no, it's like 150 bucks for the whole kit. We're already here. What is Best Buy still open? <laughs> can we favor a mic? Yeah, can <laughs> I'm just I just can't. Like, how tall are you? Now I'm confused. <laughs> Right, the the audience listening in is like, okay, so he's definitely shorter than five eleven, but definitely taller than four eleven. That's like all heights. <laughs> I'm five five. Okay, five 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 six, depending on which seven eleven I'm leaving. <laughs> That's a weird point of reference. So you, you it's took, always there. I know, but you took the chop, is what you're saying. Oh, I took the chop. How many tables did you fly through? <laughs> I was smart about it. Or fact. dumb about it, because I chose to stand up against the wall, so there was nothing to absorb the impact afterwards. <laughs> just, just, just dunk. <laughs> All the air knocked out of me. <laughs> uh, so Everclear led you to that stuff there, man. Fun fact, we Go played ahead. Wrist that night. Oh my god. Oh yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> and you can hear about that Risk Weed extravaganza adventure on the first episode two weeks ago of the Sync Countdown. Da, 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 da. song tj you gotta admit it no why are you mad at a thing you've heard it by now right no why have you not heard our sweet sweet theme song i listened to the first podcast i didn't hear it on there it's 15 minutes in that shows you how short you listen no 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 because i thought no what i did was i know we had a bunch of dialogue at the start so i just skipped past that and, and, and unintentionally and then when i got into the top five thing i was like oh okay we're cool i'm already in there oh my god like, top four now, look, here. Well, I, I don't have a timer right now, so I don't know how far we are into the scene countdown. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. I'm Sammy Gonzalez, a.k.a. The Mexcellence, and you're here on the Mexcellence Broadcasting Network or, or SoundCloud or YouTube or wherever I decide to put this. And joining me to my left, as always, immediately to my left, just because the way it's working out, is... Uh, my name is TJ. Uh, most people call me TJ. And you can call me Taylor James Minots of the second, even though there's no other Taylor James Minots in existence. <laughs> and then on my left, I have... Good evening, guys, or morning, or, I don't know, middle of the afternoon. Who knows when people listen to this? I know it's posted at random times to begin with. Uh, I brought a wee bit of the bubbly to celebrate we completed a trilogy. Hey! Oh, my God! You did that for the effect only, and that's it? That was just a soundboard. We're not going to actually drink I don't even like this. champagne. <laughs> I just bought it. And I'm just going to throw this away. Now, Bye! And so, to his left, to fuck up the trilogy of us three, we have right. I- introducing <coughs> the world's tallest midget, <laughs> JJ. JJ. So we have TJ, JJ, Marco, and Sam, and we're here to do the scene countdown today. Now, as you saw in the title, of course, we are talking about our top five commercials. Now, this is a pretty broad spectrum of people mm-hmm. pretty broad spectrum of potential interests and likes we have uh obviously three texans and one californian i almost put the california raisins just to spite you motherfuckers i almost put them in there too but you're not from <laughs> california you no but i had the toys i had the toys too <laughs> did mcdonald's give away the toys i don't know because i had these little rubber raisins for some reason they're all sticky and old by the time i was a child and um <laughs> 
I really regret this is an anime waifus. Dude. <laughs> Bro. Okay, so check it, so check it. <laughs> so let me actually, you know, turn on my eyes for five seconds here. Wow. So check it. Um, Sammy texted me today, or yesterday. He was like, hey, we got to throw an audible. We're doing the podcast tomorrow, right? And I'm like, oh, hey, cool. That's fine. And he was like, oh, you're coming? And I was like, dog, just because you told me. I was like, the fuck you mean? Just because just you told me doesn't mean I'm not. If you tell, But that's not the point. So the point of the matter is I had prepared our topic, uh, and I was ready to share it. Uh, but now, but now we we'll just have to save it for next week. Well, what is it for next week? So you can lead nope. into this thing. I'm excited. Nope. We're leading into it. That's not it. the way this works. It's my show. It's the way I want it to work. But no. I, no, 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 no. On Wednesday, you will get a text. I, <laughs> seldom, you know. I seldom use the I'm in charge here mantra. But listen, boss, just because you own 40% of the company doesn't mean that 60% of the stock can't override your vote. You guys, actually, I owe dividends to my <laughs> siblings, and my, co- my brother and my cousin, who already have equal shares. So now my share, I, I'm pretty sure I have like a 10% in my own company. I'm only like a tenth of the talent at this point. <laughs> so I just like, I'm like a community organizer where the rest of you guys are just like, we're so much more talented and better than you. It's fine. But I'm, I'm glad you guys are here. But today, top five commercials, and we can just jump into it because we have uh, 20 commercials to right. go through and hopefully a lot of them are 30 seconds or less but we can make them make some exceptions of course because i know at least some of mine are a part of a series so we can get a couple of examples of them so uh, who wants to go you know what jj since you are our guest our, our newest guest and or potential future host this is your audition if you fail you're fired from not getting any money not even kidding fuck up we'll fuck you up right Oh god! I'm kidding. <laughs> I will chop you across the chest. There is a wall behind you. Oh no! <laughs> I, sorry, sorry, JJ. I forgot you're like I've never met this black dude. <laughs> He's already threatening me with violence. If he looks behind him in the closet, just opens door number one. He'll find a mat shot, Everclear. <laughs> That's the initiation. And That's a boot shot. They fuck this up. We get you blackout drunk, so you restart and do better next week. Yeah, he'll be in a time loop. Except, <laughs> oh, dude, you don't even have like a regular job anymore. You just live here now. <laughs> get it right. You have right, me JJ. in a basement, like just it's like, like pink Groundhog Day, the podcast. <laughs> Top five anime waifus. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. We'll Again, do like, we'll do it like 50 first dates. We'll even arrange ourselves in the same outfits and everything every single day until you get it. Uh, you got to pop champagne every time now. <laughs> Fuck. Now, um, so what we're going to do here, of course, as we did last week, we're adding video elements. By video elements, I mean audio elements from the commercials and from our examples. So hopefully we have clips. And to my understanding, just talking before the show, we have clips for all examples uh, going into it. If not, you have to have a really good description to paint that visual picture. So, JJ. Fact, you won't find it. It's mine. Well, then you have to paint that perfect visual description because, JJ, what is your top five? I'm going to paint a picture here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> number five. Number five. So, my number five, I actually sold myself on the drive over here because I'm more of a fan of the product as a whole and the series as a whole than I am of one specific commercial. But the more I thought about it, the more I was like, yeah, it's this one. It's a commercial for Choco Milk. <laughs> <laughs> so, for those of you that aren't in the know, or aren't Mexican, Choco Milk is just, the easiest way to explain it is, it's Mexican next quick. Right. No, Choco Milk is exactly what it sounds like. It's chocolate, chocolate milk. milk. That's That's what it is. But they advertise it the same way as Frosted Flakes. 
Uh-huh. So, like, none of the commercials really stuck out to me. It's always, like, a bunch of kids playing soccer, like... Uh, Get some choco meal, kids. Yeah, it's here, kids, Spanish, like... Though, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's one that I saw uh, probably in the early 2000s. Oh, I looked for it. You ain't gonna find it. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that sold me on it was that their mascot is Pancho Pantera. It was just this Mexican kid with a red t-shirt and a panther <laughs> on the t-shirt. Right. And he just shows up and he's Tony the Tiger. He's like, these kids are sucking at soccer. Here, take some of my chocolate milk. <laughs> you'll get all roided up and you'll... you'll right, he's got panther powers. Yeah, right. You get the strength of a thousand panthers or that however it works. Looking at a picture of him, he just looks like a generic Mexican kid. Yeah. We need more just generic like representations of ourselves. He's not fat enough to be a generic Mexican kid. Well, no, because he, he drinks his choco milk every day, so he's all buffed and roided yeah, out. And then he out, whereas other regular kids like myself would just drink gallons of choco milk and then just get nice and chubby. Look. Everyone knows that these powdered milks aren't even fucking healthy for you. Because I grew up with Milo. Well, the same shit. Milo. Um, it's the one. It's like a green one. It's basically the. It's basically the black version of this. Are you serious? It's right there. It's right. There. Oh yeah, it is right there. Oh shit. They've got a soccer player. It's 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 Hispanic too, man. I I, I was re- <laughs> also another Mexican kid on this one. Yeah, no, but seriously, it's actually like it's it's real good. It's delicious. They say it has like vitamins and minerals, but that shit is unhealthy for me. Holy crap, that's choco milk, dude. Like that that is exactly the same <laughs> way they same advertise shit. choco milk. I like how Nestle probably owns both of these. They probably right? do. They just get a different Mexican kid for it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing about the excellence here. We're bringing choco milk. We're bringing what is it? Mono, uh, Milo, Milo, chocolate. Mono. Milks. You bring mono if you'd like. <laughs> Wait, so, can I call in for that? <laughs> awkward side. Are you threatening to make out with me? No. That, wow. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> so, anything else with Choco Milk commercials other than just the Tony the Tiger Kid? So, the one that I was specifically thinking of doesn't actually have. Pancho Pantera doesn't play... He's the mascot. Pancho Pantera doesn't play a very major role in it. Okay. <laughs> the commercial is a kid, like, playing soccer, right? Standard, typical. Yeah. Except it's, like, in this huge stadium, right? Lights. Uh, it's shot like a movie. Like, there's different angles. Like, right. this, this kid is, like... Letterbox and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he scores a goal, right? And then the mom gets up from the crowd, cheers for her son... And when the mom gets up, it transitions to reality. And, you know, like the stadium and all that shit was in the kid's head. Uh-huh. He's not actually playing in the World Cup. He's, He's in a hospital bed. No, no, no. <laughs> no, it's not the end. He dies. It's not the end of Super Campeones. No. <laughs> uh, he's, uh, he's playing, you know, just like at a street playground. Ball, yeah. Like a street ball. So then the narrator goes into their whole spiel about how it has vitamins and minerals. And give this to your kid and they'll get roided up and they'll... <laughs> Win at soccer. Uh, those Milo kids. <laughs> Milo kids have it too good. <laughs> they have the actual Nestle shit. Right? They have Nestle sponsorship. <laughs> Probably got lead in this motherfucker. So when it gets to the part of like, oh, part of a complete breakfast, but in Spanish. Parte de un almuerzo completo. Um, the mom and the kid are having breakfast, right? Uh-huh. And that's when Pancho Pantera shows up. And you're like, wait, what the fuck? Where's the dad? So in my head canon, <laughs> Pancho Pantera is totally banging this kid's mom on the side. 
yeah, yeah. Go play soccer over there, kid. Yeah, whatever. He's slipping roofies into like the kid's chocolate milk so he can bang his mom. Dang. That, why does your brain immediately go to that? Where it's just like him and his mom have been out off to the side. He's like a little kid. Because the dad's not there, dude. <laughs> you know Mexican kids don't have dads. I do. I know I do too. But we all have stable, good relationships. I know. That, that joke is really bad for someone who has a stable father. And you have a stable father. And you have a stable father. <laughs> <laughs> Those Milo kids, I don't know about their fathers. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> That's why they need those nutrients <laughs> to make up for a lack of father. You and my dad are good. Shut up. <laughs> Not during the Milo days. <laughs> now you're on protein powder. You've you've, you've escalated. Back when I uh, I'd come home and wouldn't have a home cooked meal. I had Milo. God that's damn. what carried me. And this shit's sixty-two dollars for a pack of twelve. God no, okay, damn. that's a. It's like a contain. Like these things last for a hot minute. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Like now. it's it's not like a it's it's not like a small container. That shit will last you for a hot, like a. <laughs> I have Milo in my closet right now. <laughs> I have Milo from when I was seven years old. It lasts forever. I really does. To be fair, <laughs> I also have a container of choco milk just like <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah. Came when I moved with my into my new apartment. <laughs> like it was just there. <laughs> like, like, every black family has a container of twelve-year-old Milo in the back. It's just it, it's actually just uh, it's like wine. It gets yeah. finer over the. <laughs> the tin is kind of rusted, so you get a little bit of those extra minerals. Hey man, those minerals. Yeah, like you're getting that extra iron, some aluminum, <laughs> some calcium, even. <laughs> All right, but poor white people that buy everything new every couple months, right? God, even we have abuelita. In the- the, the tin? Right. Oh, right. Yeah. Bro, remember when Nesquik used to come in those tins? Where you had to like use yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. fork to open that you, shit up? They came in the spam containers? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> That's, those were the days. But, but Marco, it's your turn now. What is your number five commercial? So uh, this one does have a commercial. Okay. And it's very easy. You mean a video. To, you're going <laughs> to close your eyes, everybody. Okay. Close yeah. your eyes. And you're going to see this as soon as I say two words. Crossfire. You put it down. One of us had to take the bullet because Crossfire, oh my God, is the most notorious of all commercials. Well, I mean, so here's the weird thing that it's probably one of the most epic commercials. Right. But I never got, I never saw that game over the commercial and was like, I want to play that. Yeah. I more wanted to hang out with the singer. <laughs> well, the thing about Crossfire is, if you watch the commercial, I'll play a little bit right now. They're like doing like post-apocalyptic battle. They got leather jackets it, it and fires. 80s. Very old, eighties and nineties. It's sometime in the future. The ultimate challenge: Crossfire. don't even know how you score watching this again so you gotta hit the pucks to the back of the wall but the thing is is there's like tribal drums there's lightning there's a fog machine going on the background i didn't even know until we rewatched this that it says sometime in the future right yeah (laughs) as if you couldn't get crossfire at your local toys r us Then he's banned, banned to the shadow dimension. <laughs> so Crossfire invented Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> At least the stakes of Yu-Gi-Oh, because it's like they made it seem like it was a matter of life and death. Like 
Crossfire was the board game that ended all. Like they just had like a minor disagreement in the post apocalypse. I challenge you to crossfire. <laughs> it's like you know, it's like battle duel at dawn. There's just crossfire. It's two little kids just going at it with their little get your fucking pistols. BBs. Let's go. <laughs> and if you go down a couple of videos, board James, that's a uh, uh, the angry video game nerd. He does like a kind of a, a review of the board I, I'm game. I'm more impressed it's by the, exciting. the covers that are there. Crossfire by Steel Panther. Oh, There's yeah. a Trump versus Kim Crossfire commercial. Trump versus Kim Jong. Uh, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> We're looking at the thumbnail. It's just Trump and, and Kim Jong-un uh, superimposed on top of that. But yeah, everyone pretty much was going to have Crossfire. I mean, I was almost going to say that we're going to exclude Crossfire. But now that it's on the board, that's where we're sitting at. I, can I get in a bar fight tonight? And then instead of punching them, I pull out Crossfire. Bro, those games go for like three hundred dollars. I know you that. Find a copy. Did you try looking it up? <laughs> yeah, I looked it up on eBay once, and it was not good. Yeah, man. And it's just like you could probably make Crossfire at home. It's just like right? a board, some BBs, <laughs> and like a little spring-loaded gun. You get some plastic discs on a ball bearing, you're all set. The funny thing is, if if I had the board, I might hang that up in my wall, like as an art piece, right? It's like a throwback. By the way, what, what kind of Mexican stuff is that? Where it's like, oh, hey, mijo, we can make our own crossfire. <laughs> Just rubber bands and ball bearings I that, found in my that, dad's garage. Ball bearings. It would be the uh, like the spray pan marble. <laughs> <laughs> Just rubber bands flicking them at each other. <laughs> like, no shit. Like, those would be the canicas that my grandpa would give me. It's right. like, oh, this came from the spray, uh, the spray can. Also, it's all metal, so it'll destroy all the other kids' marbles. <laughs> Bro, right? <laughs> so that was what they called steelies. They're just ball bearings. Ha! Well, we just cracked your marbles. Good job, everybody. Remember marbles? I do. That was a throwback. But we're not talking about marbles. We're talking about commercials. TJ, what is your number five? Uh, so, um, actually, I would never have Crossfire on my list. Uh, it doesn't hold that same uh, ringing for me. Wow. Fuck off, Crossfire. You didn't watch. Oh. Okay. Um, but I challenge you to Crossfire. Have... <laughs> <laughs> you have now been challenged to Crossfire. One of you sh- in a, sometime in the future. Like, we'll be banished. Yeah, after we buy <laughs> it. My debt. My, my, my co- what, what are you? <laughs> that, I, I don't know. Ball bearings. My ball bearings. Get your little gun. Um, no, actually, my number five would be Sock Boppers. Oh. oh. Why? That is a blind spot in my eyes because sock and boppers i always wanted soccer boppers uh, soccer boppers i'm sorry soccer boppers where soccer boppers soccer boppers you can sock all day and bop all night soccer sing it tj soccer boppers more fun than a pillow fight load this- them up oh. put your hands inside blow them up yeah put your hand inside get ready to have the time of your life soccer boppers soccer boppers Soccer Boppers, more fun than the pillow fight by Big Time Toys. And how they got me was because it was only white kids, so you know black kids can have that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but seriously, uh, I never really wanted them. Um, what? You just like the song? I just like the commercial a lot. This, the, the thing was lame. Like, you, these kids are just play fighting. You might as well use your real fist. <laughs> yeah, that was a thing. As someone that owned a pair of them? Yeah, they offered zero protection. Yeah, like, I was like, oh, they're blown up. No, that's what I thought. So I think they're not soft. So, yeah, so I remember one time, like the one time I was in possession of one, and I put one on, my brother put on the other, and I went to punch him, 
And then my fist just went to the top of it, and yeah, I was punching yeah. him for real. They're, and in turn, he was punching me for real. Yeah, they're not designed to actually have even at the, the – so it's like an inflatable thing. There's nothing inflatable at the top. So the part that's actually making contact is still making contact <laughs> right. through the film. Right. And so the Saga Boppers, obviously great theme song. You yeah. can sock them once, you can bop them twice. Yeah, that's really just teaching these kids how to handle themselves. <laughs> this is this is a smart way to get little white kids self defense classes because obviously they're they were raised very sheltered, and right. so they had to fight their siblings or right. something. I don't know, but seriously, well, like, they needed I, permission where it was deemed as safe, but they could realistically beat the shit no, out of each other. I, I just don't understand, like logically as a parent, how you couldn't rationalize, like, okay, so if they blow it up too much, uh, a fuck ton of air is still gonna knock out. A kid. <laughs> And if you don't blow it up enough, well, the fist is still gonna knock out a kid. Right. And so this is not a safe toy. But I'll be damned if that commercial wasn't fucking catchy. And they still sell them at Walmart, like at the at the end caps near the front of the registers. I walk by them every so often. I'm like, I should fucking get those. I really feel like if my dad saw this commercial, he'd be like, Why don't I just get you some fucking boxing, boxing gloves? Boxing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just get one pair. Put like you would do with sock and boppers. One on one hand. The little brother gets the left hand. The older brother gets the right hand. And you fucking go to town. Like I mean, but I really. Uh, I always remember this commercial a lot just because of, um, uh, I mean, it always came on. Um, yeah. This is really, this is probably, I think, the oldest commercial on my list. And really? So, and so uh, I grew up with this so hard. And this throws me in kind of a rotation of, I, I doubt that anybody has this on theirs, but remember Skip It? Yes. Skip It. Skip <laughs> It. Well, that was, that was for girls, so that's definitely why it's not on my list. Right. But, but I the, do remember watching it while watching Clarissa Explains It All. Right. It was yeah. that one, and then you had, uh, at the same kind of vein, you had, uh, Elephant the Elephant. The yes. one that, like, blew Elephant little butterflies, the elephant. and you had to catch them. <laughs> and you had Mr. Bucket. Yeah. That's all <laughs> in the same one where balls come out of my mouth. <laughs> Mr. Bucket. I can so. definitely tell right now you watch a lot of Nickelodeon and were not a Fox kid. I was not a Fox kid. I, I, I watched Fox for a little bit, and then I switched to Nickelodeon because I had cable. Cable always trumps. Those, Lo- remember, remember, like, the Burger King Kids Club that had, like, Fox tie-ins and stuff? No, I was a McDonald's kid. Oh, see, I was part of the Burger King Kids Club because every birthday they gave me a free hamburger. I had Long John Silvers. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Okay, no, I love Long John Silvers. They had a kids club? No. No. <laughs> My parents are just like, McDonald's is terrible for you. Burger King is terrible for you. And I'm like, this fried fish is any better, but okay. And so I'm it's shit fish. you. It's I good for shit you. you not. Like. I was at Long John Silver's so much. <laughs> I can't eat the shit now. Like, I literally, like, a, McDonald's was a fucking treat. Like, McDonald's, they have, like, play places. Like, <laughs> I was, Long John Silver's, they have, like, half a pirate ship and some rusty <laughs> anchors and shit. So, like, play with the hush puppies, bitch. You'll be all right. <laughs> hey, I got you extra crunchies. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got fucking, uh, hey, kid, we don't have kids menu here, but we got you some crunchies in that, bitch. <laughs> You'll be all right. You said that with such kind of disdain in your voice about the hush puppies. <laughs> Play these hush puppies. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Happy birthday, Doc. I don't even like hush puppies, man. So like, I, like it was just a whole thing. Oh my but, god! But I've been there a lot. I I still like it because that was the treat. Long John Silver's was the treat versus like McDonald's. I mean, it was like it was like Burger King slash McDonald's is like okay, we'll go there. But then like it was real fancy. Like to throw the rotation off, it was Long John Silver's. So I still have a little taste for Long John Silver's. I I used to I actually like, had it this week. I. I had Long John Silver's this week. I'm sorry that makes you speechless. Sorry. No, like, I couldn't even hide. Like, I just had, a, like, a hard glance towards him. I'm sorry, Sammy. Um, no, but, uh, no, I, I mean, I remember, like, my mom would be like, 
we're not going to McDonald's, but I, I wanted the Mighty Kids meal so bad when they popped that out. Oh, wanted, yeah. Because that was cool. Wanted the, I wanted the kids meal. I never really had a kids meal. Because I was also a big kid. So my mom was like, I'm not spending this money on some cheap ass kids meal. Right. Like, You're going to get a grown meal. <laughs> you got to get a grown. No Mighty Kid. You weren't a Mighty Kid growing up. I was no, so I was a mighty like I was I was the mighty kids meal up. Okay, like that was it. So once they invented that, it's like okay, now I can participate. I can still get a yeah, toy. Yeah, I can kind of get a toy because actually the mighty kids meal had like the cool toys. They had like the bionicles, like the little. Like, this is getting off topic, but uh, but the point is, point is, Long John Silver's it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Don't eat there. Shit, is, where is it? Is this it? <laughs> oh fuck! Never mind. This is not it. So my number five. It might have been specific. Did, did you go local news? I might have gone local news. Hold on. I thought it was national because my number five is going to be. So while he's looking for it, uh, next week's topic, top five things we'd find in a kid's meal. <laughs> <laughs> a finger. <laughs> oh, my God. I guess it was local. So my number five, uh, I'll have to recreate it. Now you got to paint a picture. Sir. I can paint the picture here. So my number five is apparently Fresno, California's IRS commercial. Now, the obviously, that sounds extremely boring, but it had one of the greatest theme songs ever for the IRS. So, obviously, Fresno, California is not the best employment market in the world. So, they had this theme song where it was for the IRS. You can sign up, get your job, whatever. And so, the premise was, you know, got a job. Do you have a job? Get a job with the IRS. So, the song was like... Got a job. Just call the IRS. And then it have different people coming in like, got to start. Just call the IRS. And they kind of did that for a couple things and sign up for your local IRS, da, da, da. But then for some reason, they had this like real casual black dude, all business attire. And then his voice was like 17 octaves deeper. And so at the end of the commercial, just call the IRS. Got a job. And it was just like every time. <laughs> the bass drops. Right. Yeah. right, no, because everything else was like, la, 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 got a job, got to start. IRS is going to be hiring today. And then all of a sudden, just this guy looks dead into the camera, got a job. <laughs> like, what the fuck did that come from? And it was so deep that it would mess with the speaker subwoofer on the old STVs. <laughs> so it always got your attention because it would be like, got a... All right. Oh my god. And okay, and then my mom worked at the IRS for like 20 years. And so it was like, "Hey, Sam, you're 16. Do you need a job? Got a job." And, and so that was it. And I thought that there was a commercial and I thought I could find it, but apparently, much like my uh, runner up for mine, uh I, if you guys remember the actor Richard Keel, uh, uh the no jaws idea. from from uh James Bond and the tall dude from Happy Gilmore. Yes. That guy was a local of Fresno, and they had commercials called the Auto Ch- the Auto Shopper Auto Chopper, and so it'd be like we have the best deals in town. He goes, yeah, because I'm the Auto Chopper, and then he just got this big fucking axe, and would just smash it through the windshield every commercial. So it'd be like, yeah, here at the Auto Chopper, we got the best deals. Ah, <laughs> he just chop a windshield for no reason, and it was the greatest commercial. And there's no evidence of that online either. And he's a famous actor. Yeah, he is. Everyone, <laughs> as everyone nods in approval in a right. way that podcast in an audio medium. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to remember what our equivalent is, and it's just Oscar De La Hoya, I think, really. Oh, I guess I, so. 
Yeah. Because we don't have any. Well, to begin I with, mean, we're, we're from South Texas. Everybody that gets almost famous dies. Famously, Selena. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So everyone that's almost made out of the hood, like. But nobody even, brings up the fact that she was Jehovah's Witness and she could have got a blood transfusion and lived, but then she didn't. Bro, why are you bringing that up? I, what I, kind of conspiracy shit is this? It's not conspiracy. It's just her religion no, that she chose. No, nah, we don't. Just like Sammy's comments last week, we don't. We don't co-sign on them. You can't co-sign them, but I want Selena to be alive, and I blame the Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> JJ, chill out with that shit. Hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> I can call out a cult when I hear one. All right, <laughs> chill out with that shit. <laughs> Mormons, I'm talking to you. <laughs> You didn't disagree on that one, though. Yeah, okay. So Jehovah's Witnesses, no, but, but Mormons so are So next week, it's just going to be TJ, me, and JJ. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy has been officially canceled. I will be attending a seminar on sensitivity <laughs> on how I should not call creeds and religions cults. So with that note, <laughs> I'm kidding. It's a character I play on the internet. JJ, what is your number four? All right. So my number four is actually going to be perfect for this audio medium of ours because it is... It's a series of commercials, but it is primarily known for being a radio ad. Ooh, better not be mine. Go ahead. Oh, I think it might be. It might be. It might be. Go ahead. Real Men of God Genius. God damn it, that <laughs> is my number three. But you, actually, you know what? We can talk about it now. Uh, the Real Men of Genius. That was Budweiser, correct? Yes, correct. Go ahead. So, I mean, it's what the title delivers. Just... I mean, you could pick out any one of them, but I think the favorite one that I have is the hot dog one. The hot dog one? Yeah, the footlong hot dog guy. Oh, my God. Oh, here we go. Mr. Footlong Hot Dog Inventor. Budweiser presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today, we salute you, Mr. Footlong Hot Dog Inventor. Mr. Footlong Hot Dog Inventor. When conventional wisdom said no one could make a hot dog longer than six inches, you dared to dream. Dared to dream. You knew the limitations of a regular-sized hot dog bun, and you ignored them. Can't stop me now. You made a 10-inch wiener, and people cheered. Oh. But you weren't satisfied. <laughs> you said, wait, I think I can still give you two more inches. This is a giant so penis joke. For you, oh. Mr. Hot Dog Hero. <laughs> Because you gave every single one of us our fondest wish. Oh. <laughs> Dick jokes. Thank you, thank you, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> no, but all of those commercials, They're if, all if, I great. Could, if I could speak to it, are amazing. My favorite one, I think, was... Uh, uh, like afraid of the ocean guy where he's like when a piece of seaweed touches your leg tell my wife i love her <laughs> like that background singer fantastic that is brilliant that is one of the longest running commercials like just kind of in a short one or two year span right. but every single one was a was banger gold everyone and, and like i said i had a completely different field or yield of commercials and i didn't even remember the footlog hot dog wiener guy with a chorus of people behind him <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was my number three i I usually would just like wait until i would get to mine but yeah dude that's just too fucking good of a commercial series right and it's all downhill for my list from here right <laughs> all terrible pork knob what the heck is <laughs> like you just go in the middle of any commercial and it's fine. This is this an hour is, of commercials. Like 
the hottest that Bud Light was because it's after like they made like the really funny animal talk to animal commercials and they did Real Man of Genius and like they were I think like Super Bowl ads that they just kept going and then like right now they're not, Bud Light commercials aren't that funny so, like right. they, at a certain point they just dipped in quality. Well, they got that night and they're like, oh, this is the Budweiser night. It's like we don't give a shit about him. It was funny watching him die. Well, yeah, it was like Game of Thrones kind of setting or whatever. Yeah. And so that's your number four. Yes. My number three. Marco, what's uh, your number my four? My number four is dumb as shit, but I like dumb shit for commercials. They have 30 seconds to entertain you. So um, I don't even, I'm don't. i not even sure this company exists anymore, but it's Quiznos. We love the song. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're hamsters. I think they're called like wee mobs or something like that. Yeah. This commercial probably costs like $20 to make. <laughs> Like, this is old B-roll they already had, and they just suck some hamsters on the front. It's, it's almost like an adult swim ad before adult swim ad. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing was, but if you really think about these, this commercial in particular, this was... An online video, one of the earliest online videos, and Quiznos was smart enough to go, let's co-op that. <laughs> and for and, and they na- aired this on national television. So well, like this my, was also a Super Bowl ad to start. Right. And my parents were, were watching this commercial with no concept <laughs> of what could possibly be funny or entertaining about it, but us as children were like, we love these subs! <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> We Some have children out there species. <laughs> We're like, what the fuck is this? Quiznos. Toasty. I would have I would have walked out of the room as a child. Had you not ever seen these commercials? No, and I'm glad. Oh my god, they had a bunch of them. Sponge monkeys is what they were called. Oh, I thought they were hamsters for sure. Uh, my favorite was like the Attila the Hun one, where it's like, we are not the Huns. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I think, oh, there, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I've never seen Marco laugh harder. Then their hats changed. We are not the hub. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and like they have human eyes, human mouths, and then they have like top hats. <laughs> It is, such, it is the definition of random humor, like from that ninety late nineties, early two thousands. Uh, this is definitely like a two thousand four commercial. No, but it's like early two thousand late nineties, early two thousands. That kind of advent of the internet, where there's no rules, <laughs> so they're just like, yeah, let's fucking do this. And then Quiznos was like, that's a great idea. We need to put that for sandwiches. And then and then now they're out of business. Now they don't exist. I'm Much gl- like Smirnoff Ice. I'm glad. <laughs> Call back to things that are before the show. Oh, look, I'm not even freaking out. <laughs> look, look, I'm glad you guys are in. Like, I, I really haven't seen Marcos over there laughing like a like a little little right. kid. He's, he's, he's loving himself right he now. Is so I'm not going to take that away from him. Uh, but my number four is something from my childhood, uh, and it actually carries on. And and it's and it's and it, and it's a series. This one's a series of okay. commercials. Uh, but it's any Reese's Puff commercial because they don't have a mascot. They only have rap songs. This is- now, you brought that up last week. Yeah. No, the first episode. Like, they have black dudes. Like, look, I'm not shitting <laughs> okay. you. So- All right. That's <laughs> so- the first thing. Okay. Hold on. So, if we're looking at the thumbnails right now, we have a guy who looks like Donald Glover. We have a rap group. 
We have a guy with a high top fade. <laughs> we have a person wearing a baseball tee. That is a white kid, but he looks like he's doing some uh, like uh, what is it? Big like piano staircase yeah, type of things. Actually, there's like I mean, they, I mean, I mean, I gotta give Reese's Plus props. They got like it's a party every time, right? Okay, yeah. Here's that same kid. This guy's a like, DJ. He's a DJ. They've got like the. Go, All right, I'm gonna go these yeah, go, these two rap group guys, go to the and we'll rap start group there. Amazing things can happen when you take Let's Reese's Puffs. Wow. Chris, no more riding your bike to school. You'll be driven by a chauffeur from now on. What? Oh, and you can't go to the concert. Yes. So we're bringing it to you. Reese's Puffs, Reese's Puffs. Eat them up, eat them up, eat them up, eat them up. I got Reese's Puffs in my phone. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> now, you can't watch the commercial, but one, the little kid looks just like TJ. Shut up. <laughs> He's like, I want to be Reese's Puffs too. But then the sister is looking like we're all looking like, what the fuck is this in his home? They got speakers. They got two guys in a rap group. You got bandanas and shit on. No, what gets me every time is I don't even like Reese's Puffs, right? I'm a Cocoa Puffs kid, right? Right. My brother like Reese's Puffs, but every commercial is just just rap songs and DJs. And you got like that kid, that first kid, that first kid, he's just rapping. Like Chris Brown. I don't know why. Why do they choose rap songs as their basis? That, that's their logo. Who? That's their logo. Is that a black kid? <laughs> yeah, it's a black kid. It's on every box. No, there's one where like. I think my favorite is there's one where they pull up in like an ice cream truck and there's these black kids that just start rapping. And it's just out of nowhere. <laughs> they just like literally roll up in a Reese's. I mean, I kind of feel like just picking a random one and they. Taj, Taj Bello. Yeah, you click can, on it. What click the fuck? It. It's a full. I love my ass. <laughs> <laughs> My God, you're right. None of these are like regular commercials. It's just <laughs> Who won that peanut butter puff, motherfucker? Let's. It's just like yeah, they're just frozen heavy beats and shit. Done. That DMX commercial got pulled. <laughs> it's peanut butter, motherfucker. <laughs> I was just, I was so flabbergasted because if you go back, you, if you ever think you're like Reese's Buff has never had a logo, and it's like no, their logo is rap. Their mascot <laughs> their is mascot rap. is black children. It's, it's black children. <laughs> Which is actually pretty forward thinking. I gotta give them props because they marketed hard towards black kids. See, now if you were like a half black, half Mexican kid, you get choco milk and put it inside the Reese's Puffs. My God. So, so, <laughs> so then you'd have this superhuman rapping half Miles Morales ass kids just running rampant with the everywhere. strength of a thousand Panthers. <laughs> hey, what up, danger? <laughs> hey, look, you know, while, while, you know, Lucky Charms are teaching us to go steal shit, Tricks was teaching us to abuse animals. Um, Reese's Puff was just t- teaching us how to throw some freestyles, man. Right? Just kicking it. Every bowl. <laughs> Every bowl. Once no, well, I, pop I, a bowl. I, I had to just bring it up because, you know, I've, I've brought this up before and I don't think anybody really believes me, but that shit is all rap songs. It, no, and I then mean, there's one kid who's a DJ. Like, there's an Asian guy just walks up and it's like, I'm like, oh my God. Wow. <laughs> the hip hop Steve Leoki just shows up. <laughs> <laughs> so you're number four. Reese's Puff 
blackness. Yeah, Reese's Puffs, <laughs> just the African American. Well, the thing is, though, if you look at Reese's Puff cereal, half the pieces are orange and half the pieces are brown, kind of like your outfit right now. You're like- you you're fully adorned in Reese's Puff. It was cereal. supposed to be my number one, man. It was uh, supposed to. be. No, I'm kidding. It's not. All right. Well, I like how it's a precursor to Popeye's Twitter, like 10 years ahead of its time. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bring your own goddamn milk. Fuck you all. <laughs> you heard about that new thing that Popeye's is doing, right? Yeah, it's like, hey, you know what? We ain't got no chicken breast or the mayo or the pickles for you, but you can bring your own buns, throw some tenders on there, and call it the sandwich. Come on, baby. Don't worry, baby. It's like, yeah, don't don't worry about it. Just you, know buy, who just... Does, you know who doesn't run out of buns? Chick-fil-A. But they hate the gays. Yeah, but they're closed on Sunday. Right. That's when they restock. Look, look, don't get me started on that one. <laughs> About the way they restock or the way they hate the gays? Uh, that one. Oh. Oh. Because I don't... Because I, I, I hate the gays. And don't get me started <laughs> on that. <laughs> All of you gays out. All of you no, gays out there. No, it's not like that. I, I prefer chicken sandwiches well, over well, your life. What, I, as somebody who has worked at a Chick-fil-A... You worked at a Chick-fil-A? Yeah, that was like way back in the day. Bro, that no, that explains so much. That explains the Manazza family yacht. That explains the compounds. <laughs> Yeah, that's so really that it's just like can you do the can you can you say that it's your pleasure to help me today or whatever the uh, fuck they say no um <laughs> absolutely not can i get extra sauce uh, fuck no um <laughs> <laughs> i deprogrammed myself it took me two years uh but seriously no because like my thing is that they wrap up every chick-fil-a is its own franchise mm-hmm. and the owner like the owner from mine was super cool super progressive just a really nice guy overall he hated mexicans though yeah, it was really like, weird love no, gays like, i don't hated. think he had, a, like, he, had, he had like like maybe one white dude working there oh. um, <laughs> and i don't even think he was white himself he was just a really nice guy and so like you know whenever they branch off these organizations the heads suck but these individual franchises they're cool and chick-fil-a pays you like probably one of the most out of so they pay and treat their workers really well well, it's a tricky scenario. It's a tricky scenario. I'm I'm surprised you just took your time to defend a Chick Fil A. That's not something that that most people would do. I mean, I'm just I'm just keeping it real as somebody who's worked there. Uh, and on top of that, you know, as much as I'd love to just go and divulge on Reese's Puffs wraps, I got to support Chick Fil A. And, and I'm about to say, like, you're so hopped up on Reese's Puffs like rap hype that you're just like, I thought you were just gonna let it go, but no, it's like no, I gotta. Nah, Reese's Puff taught me to fucking not back down, dog. <laughs> Reese's Puffs, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. You rock that, you rock orange, that bright that orange, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do the rainbows around here. <laughs> for, for lucky charms, not for gays. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want no fruit loops out here. <laughs> TJ, you can't say that, man. Okay. That's all of y'all taking bold political stances. Me and JJ over here, like we're going to Canes after this, where everything's chill. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, but my number four. My number four, and then obviously going to my number three, we're going to skip me a little bit, but uh, my number three obviously was the Real Men of Genius, but my number four, I already pulled it up, so you guys are already looking at it. It's a very stupid commercial. Uh, I must have been probably 14 years old based off of the year when I watched it. I was watching Nickelodeon, and like I guess during the summers, this was going to be playing during my whole time, whatever, watching these cartoons and or preteen shows. So this one, actually, to my understanding, based off of this person's popularity in sports, if you go back and watch his commercial career, he's gone from being kind of just like the, the the kind of funny guy who's just in some of the commercials to at one point near the end of his career, the pinnacle of of comedy and commercials. And it's not like a comedian I'm talking about. The, the guys can see it here. But for those of you out there, I'm talking about Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning commercials near the end of his career were the thing to watch 
when going into it. I don't even think he gets paid for his commercials, man. He's done everything. Right. Like, he's State Farm. He's just in all of this shit. Like, it's just like, can I come on camera and goof off? Cool. Right. And then he started bringing his brother Eli into it. That's how much pull he has. Like, hey, can I bring my brother? He kind of sucks. But it's like, yeah, sure. He's a man. Come on. Bring him in. He dropped those Papa, uh, Papa John's commercials really quick, though. Yeah. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of hating gay people. But um, but this one is actually one of the earlier ones. He was still with the Indianapolis Colts at the time. And for some reason, the... Because it's from 2005, it's the way it's presented is kind of a throwback to like 90s commercial theme songs. And I'm talking about, and you guys have probably never seen this unless you watch Nickelodeon around that time. We're talking about Gatorade's commercial for the Peyton Manning action toy. He looks so miserable. <laughs> oh, this is back when Gatorade people sweat. Yeah, can I, can, I, can I just say, I always loved that these Gatorade people were sweating different colors. That made me so be like, oh, fuck yeah, I want the Gatorade. Right? I sweat Gatorade guys. I sweat rainbows, dog. Right. And so the idea of the commercial was that it's a giant Peyton Manning action figure that's full size, and he's just like your all time quarterback, which is already a great concept in my mind because I. We, we had a lot of boys growing up, but not enough to field the team. So it was always all-time quarterback. But I can imagine playing with my siblings and my cousins with Peyton Manning throwing to me. That'd be fucking awesome. But then the other thing I thought of was, like, the kids with this newly, like, endowed toy to them almost fucking killed Peyton Manning because they forgot to keep him <laughs> hydrated. And so then they squirt some Gatorade in his mouth, and then he just starts fucking going buck wild on these kids. I like how he's a reverse gremlin. You have to feed him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And, but just that theme song, Peyton Manning, very real reaction to our personal quarterback. And then that last part, he's all yours. That kind of ownership is like, yeah, I have my very own fucking Peyton Manning, and he has to throw me footballs until he's broken, until he dies. That shit always kind of shook me a little bit. I was like, damn, this is kind of pseudo-slavery type of thing where you just have these – like, because I don't know if he's a robot. I don't know if he's a humanoid because he needs water. Obviously, like, if it's like battery powered, that would have been Gatorade. What <laughs> the plants big... crave? <laughs> and so, but I don't know why, but for whatever reason, this commercial stuck in my head as like one of my favorites, just because uh, I guess of the, the music element and just like the repercussions of not hydrating your Peyton Manning, which that sounds like actually sounds like a sexual euphemism, but uh, I'll leave it alone. At that. I actually like how uncomfortable he looks and how happy as fuck he looks and like the newest like nationwide or whatever insurance he's making with Brad Paisley. I bet you he got like $700 for this. I mean, it's just a basic, I mean, as an initial Gatorade spot. I haven't seen a Gatorade commercial in three years right now off the top of my head. Wow. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't have cables. So. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I didn't know Gatorade had commercials. <laughs> What would be? What's the knockoff? It's not Powerade. What's the knockoff Gatorade? Powerade. Powerade. Yeah, could have sworn it was Powerade. Well, I mean, I don't think I don't think Powerade's a knockoff anymore. I mean, I think Powerade's pretty great. Like it's stepped up. Yeah. Like I, I don't. I don't. I don't even think. Before. I mean, it's a Coke product. So it's like, um, what is a knockoff? Uh, not even vitamin. Like all the. Actually, yeah. you no. Know to give it credit. Uh, most of the uh, like sports drinks are pretty good, but so. they they do have the store brand like Vita Waters, the, where they're just like, uh, I kind of got electrolytes. The knockoff like is Choco Milk, <laughs> <laughs> but it does give you energy and power to have and sugar. 
That's the energy. That's the electrolyte. Just eating raw sugar. That's chocolate sugar dust, dog. That's all it is. All right. Well, Peyton Manning, personal action toy, my number four. JJ, what's your number three? Well, sticking with, you know, role models and heroes, uh-huh. my number three also brings them to life. And then they beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> what? My number three is the commercial for the original Super Smash Brothers. Oh, my God. This almost made my list. That commercial <laughs> is so great because it has So Happy Together by the Turtles. And just generally is a wonderful commercial Bro. until I believe it's Mario. Yeah, Mario throws the first punch. Mario's like, everyone's having a good time. <laughs> Mario just like takes a plant step. And then just uppercuts, is it Yoshi? Yes. Just- that's the other thing that's fucked up about it. Because, like, you'd think, like, Mario and Donkey Kong, they have beef, like, right. from and back in the day. Be, their parents were fighting and shit. Right, 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 right. But no, he doesn't throw the first swing at DK. He throws it at Yoshi, who's supposed to be his friend. To be fair, he does punch Yoshi a lot, even in game. Kick! <laughs> <laughs> Something's gone wrong in the happy-go-lucky world of Nintendo. Introducing Super Smash Brothers, where all your favorite characters go toe-to-toe in one four-player star-studded slam fest only on Nintendo 64. Bro, that is such a fucking chaotic commercial. It's great. It's amazing. And it sold me the game. Like, I was like, it sold Mom, everybody. I need $50, like, today. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing about it. Is, I don't know about you guys, but how brilliant was it for Nintendo to be like, we have all these properties. Let's make them beat the shit out of each other. I think that's what Disney's going for. I think Disney's trying to, like, buy up all the properties so they can make their own Smash in, like, a movie theater. Like, <laughs> we're bringing all... We're, the Simpsons are going to fight the Avengers. Versus and, Elsa. And the Alien. <laughs> versus Predator somehow. They got the rights to it. And Jedis. But now that you think about it, that'd be a fucking amazing fighting game. Disney versus <laughs> Avengers versus X-Men versus Street Fighter. I imagine Capcom was called Kingdom Hearts, bitch. Sorry, <laughs> I was thinking that. <laughs> but an internal fighting game that has less weeb stuff that I don't have to deal with. But I don't know. But TJ, I, you I, play. You're, to the topic. you're really going to struggle with anime waifus. I I have my anime waifus. TJ, you play <laughs> this game. I mean, you are a fighting game guy. Yes. So like, I imagine you saw this commercial for the I first did. time, and we're like, what? Um, I was alright on it. <laughs> Actually, to be to be fair, uh, I didn't have an N64. Whoa! Uh, I had a Super Nintendo, um, and then I had a PlayStation. And so like, and, but my cousins had a N64. And so for me, I was like, oh, this is awesome. I'm like, not getting it, but this is super dope. <laughs> I get the appeal. Um, now I have an N64, and uh, I fucking hate the first Smash Bros. <laughs> so, uh, well, yeah, because now you can play Snake and shit. Like, of course you're not. No, I mean, <laughs> Going I like, backwards is Melee fun. up is great. <laughs> this, that piece of garbage N64 one is terrible, but the commercial is cool. Yeah. I like the commercial a lot. The- but it's crazy. I mean, if you actually really want to think about it, it's really crazy to think that they... Um, just put in perspective if you see the commercial here now they have four people there's like eight characters in the original smash yeah something like that eight or ten um and then now fucking at 80 something you could have ken and ryu versus terry bogart and yeah. and then like sans from undertale it's like what the fuck kind of game is this this was like mugen or mugen back in the day yeah, like yeah. mugen is mugen. still a thing today. i know it's still a thing but like especially back in the day where that was the only way you could do it now you could just there's a game that's just like yeah we'll throw a fucking character we'll buy the rights to him banjo come back in bro 
You're fine. Uh, Snake, throw you in. Pokemon trainer, fuck it. To be it. fair, only, only Nintendo can be like big dick someone and be like, hey, yo, I know you own that property, but. Because you know Master Chief's going to make it. No, he's not, actually. You don't think? No. Why not? I already have a uh, Microsoft rep. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know what to say to that. You... My number three. You <laughs> guys looked at me like I was stupid for thinking that Master Chief would be in Smash. I mean, I'm actually still surprised you know who Terry Bogard is. So I'll go with that. Motherfucker. I was really into fighting games. I wasn't very good at them, but I was into fighting games. He just saw the last Nintendo Direct and, no. and felt special. He was like, <gasps> Someone I don't know. I, no, you know what? I played a lot of Capcom versus SNK2 on PS2. All right, I'll give you oh. that. I, I rock that shit. Geese? I, fuck geese. That's all I have to say. Uh, God Rugal? Do you mean? Fuck God Rugal. Agree with me? You're just I was God Rugal? Boss yeah. characters. But I was just going to be racist because in Mexico, like Neo Geo machines are cheaper. Right. <laughs> so in Mexico, they would buy those over Street Fighter. Right. And that's so what you I would heard. have Fatal Fury over. So a bunch of Mexicans really dig Fatal Fury right. and Samurai Showdown. And then they moved on to Tekken when they stopped making those games. <laughs> <laughs> just because the machines were cheaper. So they Fair were about. But speaking of Mexico. Okay. My number my, three is my commercials three from Mexico. Is a commercial from Mexico. Uh-huh. So uh I know JJ knows what this place is, but I don't know if you know what this place is. Do you know what an OXXO is? I thought it was a girl group, but I could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just basically a generic store. It's, okay. wa- it's like Walmart. For it's the most part. It's, okay. It's a You're not gonna find this. It's online. a seven eleven. No, but I can find the logo. Ten Stracritos de Octo que no quiere que sepas. Twenty nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> what did I just say? Did I, did I insult somebody's mother? I, I don't it's know. It's 10 Secrets. OXO doesn't want you to know. I, I, I actually didn't know that. But <laughs> all the other ones can't help you with. But your commercial. So this is just kind of a local. like uh, oh, It's basically a Walmart is yeah. what it is. Uh, so they had a big sale. I don't even remember what it is. And I vaguely remember this commercial. I was kind of high at the time. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, is just like the generic panning around like mattresses 20% off buy one get one free juice boxes and stuff like that and then out of nowhere they randomly pan to Osama bin Laden <laughs> like it's like a cardboard cutout of Osama bin Laden and this was like 2005 like 9/11 just happened and everything <laughs> it's still fresh in people's minds like the war on terror is in it, full force like Iraq is at its worst point and stuff right. like everything is bad about it <laughs> and it's in very poor taste which is probably why we can't find it but like they just turn to Osama bin Laden Hey, what are you doing here? And he's like, like a cartoon mouth appears on the cardboard cutout. And it's like, I'm here for the great sales. Why would else would I be here? <laughs> but, he, I, but clearly, he's saying it in Spanish. So Osama Bin Laden speaking Spanish. It's got to be the most insane thing to see. At least for me, imagine, you're trying to imagine. It's like mattresses, yogurt. I'm here for the great deals. <laughs> They definitely didn't put an accent on him. <laughs> ¿Qué estás haciendo aquí? Estoy aquí for the great deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Rest in peace, 9-11. It just happened. <laughs> that is so insane to me. You told me about it at work, and even hearing it again, I'm like, wow. 2005 was well, literally... Well, to be fair, 9-11 didn't happen in Mexico, so they were very... Damn <laughs> <laughs> <Man> straight. <laughs> I like, make, fuck make, it, we don't give a shit. I make all sorts of London bombing jokes. It's hilarious. Mm, it didn't happen here by your logic. I mean, how tasteful are these London bombing jokes? I need to develop them to make sure <laughs> that they are so. But that's your number three. Osama bin Laden. 
running around Walmart in Mexico. TJ, what is your number three? Uh, mine's another uh, category here. Uh, but I have one in particular that I want you to pull up. All right. Uh, so growing up, I, we actually, what's great is, you guys have mentioned it before, but it was kind of the types of kids you were. Um, you were Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all guys were cheap. And so I was, <laughs> uh, I was actually Cartoon Network. Uh huh. And so Cartoon Network had this commercial. I think I know which one. Yeah, that actually invades Nickelodeon. What? Yeah, invaded Nickelodeon. Wow, that's actually there. How old, how long ago was this? All right. Is it this one on top? Yeah. All right. Let's take a look. Hurry up. We're not even supposed to be on this channel. Cartoon Network is. Ooh, hey, pretty mama. Johnny. Oh, Cartoon Network's got this thing right. It's called Cartoon Cartoon Fridays. And we're on it. Hurry up. Okay. So as a kid, just seeing that on a Nickelodeon channel? Back to back with a new episode every Friday. Uh, they're on Fridays at 7 over on Cartoon Network. You might like to switch over there now. Somebody's coming! That's some big dick energy right there. <laughs> Definitely forgot Mike Lou and Og exist. Mike uh, Lou and Og. Yeah, Mike Lou and Og. They were on an island. They were where nobody island. knows. Oh my god, I think I barely remember. Let me see Mike if I can find Mike Lou them. and Og on the island. Fridays, uh, shut up, I don't want to hear the sound. But go ahead, TJ. No, I mean it was just like um and so Cartoon Network for me had had the best um in terms of their using their cartoons and commercials. Yeah. Like they had them in like awkward uh like like real world scenarios and pulp fiction like, reference like they, they it was just insane <laughs> but then you know i saw this commercial i actually saw this one um more recently uh uh but it was like played on local television stations and they actually played it on the nickelodeon networks wow. and that's fucking insane that's like that's some big like <laughs> big dick energy dog. right they were like fuck it you think you you think your kids are not gonna see this crazy shit? All these colors, right? See these, see some rebelliousness and, and not try and switch over the and channel? be like, hey, we're not supposed to be here. This is an illegal broadcast. We're a terrorist organization. We've <laughs> taken over. You need to come to our network now so you can see all this cool shit. Man, all they need is the V for Vendetta mask at that point. <laughs> Just kind of a little bit of a VHS blur right there. No, but I mean, even 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 on top of that, like I mean, if you look and you think about, it, first of all, you know, they, you got I got shows like Johnny Bravo, which definitely can't be allowed on television. Johnny nowadays. Bravo, grown ass man with a child as his friend, trying to pick up women, trying to pick <laughs> who lives with his mom. <laughs> um, I think, uh, but when I, I do that, I'm I am just a loser. So that's why they, I relate they, they to him so much. They had a bunch so of the '90s icons all in one car, like all in one commercial, all snacked up. But Cartoon Network's commercial, like you can go into the ones where they're like in awkward, like washing machine the, times. The Pulp Fiction one's really good. The Pulp Fiction Cartoon Network. Yes. Oh, were, that's the odd. Uh, what you said? What was the name of that character? That's that is. Uh, no, that is. I don't know their names. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys are just singing the shit yeah, there's the No, I know like the theme song. I know their names. I can't differentiate them. Yes. So this was before they started making their own cartoons, Cartoon Network, and they just had the Hanna-Barbera licenses. And so it's Droopy and Shaggy having the conversation from Pulp Fiction. They don't have clowns in France. They have the metric system. They call them less puppies Royale. No way. Yeah. Well, what do they call Smurfs in Spain? Like a Smurf is a Smurf. They just call them Los Smurfs. Los Smurfs? Yeah, and in Morocco, Morocco Mole is just called Mole. (laughs) (laughs) Droopy is just like, what the fuck did you just say to me? (laughs) Bro, this should be a new meme reaction face right there. I would post this under people's shit all the time. The fuck did you just say? 
But that's insane. I mean, Car- Cartoon Network, they, if you remember, they used to do music videos, too, with their commercials. Yeah. Side note, Hannah Barbera ca- character showing up in, like, The Venture Brothers. Uh, Johnny Bravo has always been kind of, like, my favorite, like, destroy my childhood thing. <laughs> <laughs> See, I mean, just the repurposing of the old animation with Space Ghost and everything. That's me. I didn't know Space Ghost was an actual cartoon from, yeah. from back in the day. And I just thought they were just like some assholes doing a talk show. And then once I realized what it was and like Brack was, they made him into that character. They made Zorak into that character, made Space Ghost into that character. It's like, wow, these guys, these guys were making internet videos before that was even a thing and making it popular. Yeah. I mean, um, I know Cartoon Hour gets a lot of flack right now um, just because of uh, the way that they use Teen Titans. Right. Yeah. But but back in the day, and I still think that they have some pretty good programming now. But back in the day, like they were so ahead of their time in terms of their comedy. Um, they didn't. What what I really liked is that uh, the shows were crazy, but they didn't try and talk down to kids. Right. Like a lot of it, like because I, I felt like um, a lot of old school Nickelodeon shows. There's some that were very like just dumb to be dumb. Yeah. Um, not like Hey Arnold and things of that nature. Like yeah. you had some great ones, but like you had that cusp of like fucking. Uh, I'm fairly loud parents, things of that nature. But but Cartoon Network, all the old school shows were like, well, we'll just, I guess these are for kids. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess, maybe. I like how Cartoon Network keeps finding gold and throwing it away. Like, in the sense of, like, Adventure Time, like, is a really deep narrative. Uh, what's the one with the, that's well, basically a lot of transgender kind of Steven stuff. Universe. Steven, Steven Universe. Yeah. Uh, even Kurt's the do- Cowardly Dog has a lot of really deep episodes. So they, they keep making these hits and they're like, and we're done. You're canceled. Your toys aren't selling. You're right. canceled. Your toys aren't selling. You're not SpongeBob. Uh, Adventure Time and Adventure Time and Steven Universe got conclusions. Yeah, they got conclusions. And Adventure Time was originally going to be on Nickelodeon. It was pitched Ooh. to Nickelodeon first. It, it, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like a Nickelodeon show, though. It really. It doesn't. doesn't. Uh, whatever else I've seen, I, I can't imagine on Nickelodeon a Lemon Man going unacceptable. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't imagine that. I mean, I mean, I did name, drop my favorite. Well, no, I don't really like Steven Universe, but I mean, like Teen Titans ended without a go home. We don't talk about that. <laughs> we don't talk about that one. That one, that one still hits me. Cow and Chicken ended without any sort of resolution. How were they born? That's right. That's right. Mama had a chicken and Mama had a cow. Exactly. That's how they were born, man. It's in the theme song. <laughs> Look, no, there's a lot. I agree with you. There's a lot of shows on Cartoon Network that were like really good that just never ended with the proper conclusion. But I mean, they also have some of the most time standing, like really good, well produced shows. Uh, the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, another one that just fell off. That actually has one of. I, I, so I never watched is, that one. You, oh, dude. Okay, so time out. <laughs> I'm going to sidebar for a second. They have one with Yogi Bear. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Billy like Mandy, Yogi Bear said? and Billy and Mandy, uh-huh. like it's actually hilarious. It's like Yogi Bear is like coked out. <laughs> oh, I've seen, I've seen uh, pictures of this. This goes back to the destroy my childhood in the funniest way. Kind yeah. Of. yeah, they also have an episode with Fred Flintstone where it's basically Encino Man, like he was frozen, <laughs> and they bring him back. <laughs> they unscrew his brain at the end of the episode. Hey, little girl. Come here for a second. That's a nice picnic basket you got there. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. You got some nice sandwiches in there, I bet. Sure, I suppose. I think this is a good place for your picnic. Yeah, I don't know. Here, let me set it up for you. Did <laughs> you get the food yet, Yogi? <laughs> Look, I really got to get going. Hey, that's cool, man. Let me just... Give me that bastard! <laughs> Whoa! Oh, 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 
shit. I thought he said bastard. <laughs> Give me that bastard. I'm, oh, shit. And if you guys are obviously hearing the drug-addled nature of their voices, they have bloodshot red eyes. They're like hairs all over the place. This guy's got nipples. <laughs> I know you're close, you dirty human. Hey, I'm not dirty. I just had a bath 15 days ago. <laughs> hey, you dumb bitch. You can't get me yeah, now. Man. I'm in a cave. <laughs> I just like I gotta I gotta give him, they, they they the way that I just love the way that his eyes are just bloodshot. That's fucking insane, coping. dude. But you know I remember they had, they had they had episodes of like where they had a like Fred Flintstone is actually yeah. just a barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, but see, no, but no other network would be willing to do something like that. Come on, right? <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, that was the thing. I I liked Nickelodeon cartoons, but but I thought. Cartoon Network ones were consistently funnier. Like, when you found a good episode of a Cartoon Network show, it was just on a different level. Like, Dexter's Lab, when you find a good Dexter's Lab episode, like the opera one, where they're doing all of it as, like, an opera, yeah. that shit's brilliant. It's it's amazing. And you, you listen to those things, and you watch those those shows, and you're like, wow, this is so, just brilliant writing So, so going altogether. back to Deep Moments, Dexter, uh, so they restart the show twice, but it has one of my favorite fake endings. Like, the show really wasn't renewed for another season for right. a couple months. And it's the episode of all the lights going out. Like, oh, oh and then Dexter spends the whole episode. It's kind of like, a, actually, a sad, artistic episode. There's yeah. no, like, voices to the last scene. And he's just going around with an, a light bulb that's broke. And he screws it in. And then, like, Dee Dee's like, you know they're all going to go out one day, right? And he goes, I know. And then all the lights go out. And that was supposed to be the series finale for a little bit. Because they Dang. didn't know they were going to get renewed. And then what ended up being one of the last ones before they did it with that weird new animation style. I didn't where, see any of those. See, I didn't watch any of those, but they did the uh, the two-part episode where it was the full episode where they were anime, where they had the mech oh, yeah, suit yeah, yeah. and everything, and Monkey came in. That shit was amazing. But we're off track, unless yeah, I, you have I one lo- more word. No, I, I loved the Monkey shorts. Right. Like, yeah. the style <laughs> M for Monkey. Like like the theme song and everything, it would just be like, I, I, I have such a fondness for cartoon. This is why I hate my childhood so hard. I have such a fondness for Cartoon Network. I think they're the smartest writers. I think they're like along the lines of, uh, pretty, pretty much in terms of me growing up. Uh, it, it was always the best, but on to yours. Oh shit. I'm sorry, but just well, leaving off well, of that. He gets skipped because we already did it. Right. But honorable mention, oh. just, uh, TV puppet pals. If we're going, <laughs> hey, puppet pal the- Mitch. Hey, puppet pal clam. <laughs> hey, puppet pal Mitch. There is a spot in your head. Bonk. <laughs> Oh, you can't even hear that. What's with people recording shit on their TV? But, but uh, yes, TV, Puppet Pals, uh, Justice Friends, all that stuff. Before we go on to number two, shout outs to Dexter's Lab having the first Marvel's Avengers level crossover with Monkey, the super best friends, and him and Mandark trying to fight a giant monster. That's pretty cool. And then, <laughs> like, they had a full kaiju ass fucking fight in that episode. JJ, you're number two. My number two. Is keeping with video games. Uh-huh. They kind of made these a series, but really the the first one's the best one. And it's the Call of Duty Black Ops commercial. Okay. <gasps> the original I, Black Ops? Yes. Is it the Black one with Ops all the celebrities one. doing bullshit? Yes. It's, why, why there's a... So- what year was that when that, that game uh, came you out? You can literally put celebrity and it'll... That one. The first one? There's a soldier in all of us. Let's take a look. Hey, 
Kobe Bryant? Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah. They're both noob tubers. Is that Osama Bin Laden? Yeah, I'm not seeing the commercial on this. That's just normal America. Right? <laughs> that's just a middle well, school. See, that's, that's the genius of it. They didn't even have to pay for this. They just, like, filmed outside their office. Know, <laughs> right on Skid Row. That's Texas on a bad day. On a good day, excuse me. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah it's, it's just mayhem, Call of Duty, Black Ops, bunch of celebrities shooting rocket launchers at each other. It's normal yeah. people, average people shooting things. That was the well, thing that kind of, like, sold me to it. Because I'm not a Call of Duty guy. I've never really... I played Modern Warfare 2, and I bought 3 because I like 2. Right. And then 3 kind of sucked, and I was like, I'm done. And then this commercial comes out, and I was like, oh, man. I was like Yogi Bear. I was like, give me that picnic basket, kid. <laughs> <laughs> I might want to play this. Right, right. I think Call uh, of Duty had like three celebrity like video game uh, video game commercials like after this. Like this was a big hit for them. Yeah, yeah. They that's why like it started off as this one off, but then they kept like rolling with this same gimmick. Right, doing adding different celebrities and shit. I don't know. Yeah, Kobe didn't come back. Is that what war is like? You're the one that's been to war. Is it what? like Black Ops? No, dude. That's like paintball. Like oh. that's way closer to paintball. Is what that is. So, so what's war like? Just waiting in bunkers for a long time. First of all, why? Because <laughs> he's the only one that's been to war, and this is called. You don't Black know Ops. his feelings. I'm, I'm sorry. I, no, no. I just think it's hilarious that it's like, yo, uh, we're talking about top five commercials, but please describe the full elements of what war is like. In a 30 second monologue, because we really gotta keep going. Yeah, I know, I know. Like, but like, but like war, but like wrap it up. Dude, we got Veterans Day coming in November. Like, I'm sure we'll have like top five war moments or something. I don't know what. Top five war yeah. moments. Well, this is already my number street. one. <laughs> JJ's, mine's actually a Call of Duty Black Ops commercial <laughs> with Kobe Bryant and Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> but that's your number two. That's my number two. Marco, what's your number two other than war? <laughs> So this is another commercial you can feel in your bones. Like, close your eyes, and I'm going to say three words this time. Puppy. God Monkey. damn it! <laughs> Fuck you, dog, dude! I hate this commercial! Bro, I love this commercial! <laughs> Puppy Monkey Baby is the dumbest fucking commercial ever. It is dumb, to this but I day, I would, agree with you. I would love to have one. a Puppy Monkey Baby, like, Man, puppet. I might just chill tonight. <laughs> Puppy monkey baby. Puppy monkey baby. Puppy monkey baby. Puppy monkey baby. This shit's so weird. Puppy monkey baby. Puppy monkey baby. Drink the gifts that I gave you. Now follow me to murder your friends. I personally, I agree with you 100%. It reminded me of another one of my favorite commercials. But the absurdity of just like him licking his face, puppy, monkey, baby. <laughs> Do you know how the like the background noise, like the background like concept to how this happened? No. Puppy, monkey, and baby are the three most searched terms like on any given day. Like outside of like what's happening, like Kim Kardashian, right. Trump, like people puppy. look at puppies, monkeys, monkeys, and babies. Yeah. Like I get puppies uh, and babies. The monkey <laughs> I mean, part, I, 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 like but the puppy and babies makes sense, but um, the monkey part, 
There's a lot of ways that one can go, and I don't know if I approve of like half of them. Right. Especially when it's like monkey, Reese's puff cereal. Oh my god! That is really I bad. wasn't even going I'm getting I yeah, you were going there. Shut up. I just took <laughs> I just took a place that you were too afraid and or legally not able to go there. Once again, uh it'll be me, JJ <laughs> while Sammy's in a sensitivity class and, next and week. And once again, this is a character I'm playing. It does not reflect real life, even though last week Bro, was all chill, about real or life. I'm gonna sick my puppy monkey baby on you. <laughs> Have him look at my face to go murder to friends. <laughs> Fuck that! Ad, you know what? Was that Shit. your number one? No, that should have kicked off the IRS one. The one that I'm thinking of now that this reminded me of. Uh, I'll have it as an honorable mention, but I won't cut into yours. But that's your number two, puppy, monkey, baby. baby. TJ, what is your number two? Uh, my so my one of my I think my first one y'all will know. Uh, I, I technically counted it as a commercial, but this one is a little more personal. Uh, Lionel Coinbank. Lionel Coinbank. Oh wait. It came on at midnight on Adult Swim a lot. And actually, yeah. you can just go ahead and uh, you can play that one. There's a point where the kids say it, chant it, and it's bank. fucking creepy. Sure to warm the hearts of everyone who loves trains. It's the Lionel train crossing back. I've never seen the signal lights flash. The engines turn. You even hear that nostalgic whistle blow. And it's a genuine Lionel collectible. An amazing. Wait, they said nostalgic whistle blow. Like trains don't still exist. Bro, I live down the street from a train. They still exist for fucking sure. For sure. For everyone who loves trains, large and small, and perfect for anyone wanting a fun way to save that change. You even get to watch your savings grow. Trains harken back to a simpler time in American history, a time of greatness, a time of ingenuity, a time of limitless possibilities. We'll celebrate those times with the line. They're showing modern fucking trains. <laughs> a lot more fun. Save your money, save your money. Standing a full four feet tall, every time you insert a coin, the signal lights flash. You can pause it. You can You can just search up the kids on replay. And well, it's uh, okay here. Coin bank kids. Kids. You could just do the kids, and they actually have it on loop. Uh, What's the kids chanting demonically for five minutes? Yeah, it's 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 real. Here is a collectible bag. <laughs> Must let the dude that thought puppy monkey baby was dumb is like this is the shit right now. The shit is. It's, it's the top commercials of that I remember, right? Right. Oh my God, more are coming in my brain. And so and so I would. And so for, for, first of all, I don't like this commercial one bit. <laughs> this is this is not something that I have like a nostalgic value towards. Uh-huh. This is nostalgic like fucking these kids creep me out. And play at midnight when it's dark, right? And right. then this shit would just pop up, and you're like, fuck, these kids are gonna save, save your, your money, money, save your, your money, money, assassinate save Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> And this shit would play like back to back to back. Like I'm not shitting you. They play right. this shit on loop. Right. And so like like first of all, like I was already, you know, not supposed to be up at this time. Right. And right. so you just hear Lionel Coinbank, which is fucking lame already. Right? <laughs> That's not something you chant. It's not something you chant. I don't know why these kids are smiling. The shit's saving coins, all right? <laughs> trains your exist. Money. You're acting Save like trains are an exist thing. Save your money. A, a, a thing that excuse me, a uh, um extinct thing. 
But sh- shout out Sammy. Sammy. And so I used to like like be up at night and I'd, I'd say and I'd see, hear this, hear this, and uh, sometimes one other commercial, which is my number one. Oh, uh, I think it might be what I think it is. Yeah. And so I'll pull up and pin it. I won't mention it because if it's late night. I think I know where you're going. But uh but but I, I definitely um I never bought a Lionel Coin Bank. This, this <laughs> didn't make me want one. Um I I still don't like trains because of this. Uh and he doesn't save a dollar of his money. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just look at coins and I'm like and I have flashbacks. Lionel coin <laughs> No, no. But this is my number two. Uh it's something more personable to me. Um, but it's fucking weird and I don't like it. Uh, right. but but it's so memorable that I had to put it as my number two. I right. had to put it. I need the like when I pull out my credit card at a bar. I need that to play. Save your <laughs> Save mom. Your Save your mom. <laughs> Lionel Coinbank. Lionel Coinbank. <laughs> You're gonna be like, yeah, let me get one more. <laughs> Save your money. Save. Save your your money. Money. You know what? I'm, I'm good. <laughs> it's just this kid right here looking at you <laughs> on your credit card. Save your money. But and you turn around and Droopy's sitting next to you at the bar giving you that. Save your money. <laughs> Bro, that one, that was really good. Yeah, <laughs> so impressed. I could do droopy. <laughs> but Can you anyway. do shaggy? No. Shaggy really hard. I just kind of go scoob. Yeah. That's not really that good. But um, my number two is the first one I thought of when you asked me this question, Marcos. Uh, you asked me this question. You picked this topic. Oh, whatever. Well, when I made you think it was my idea, this was the first one. It's like, favorite commercial. Bam. Every time. And it's still my number two because there's one that I thought of afterwards that was better. But this one, historically, just... When I think about it, fucking tickles me. Every time. It's very similar, and this is an honorable mention, but not very one uh, one that's up there. Uh, remember Little Sweet, the little Dr. Pepper commercials? Yeah. Little, little Sweet. So just high pitched singing makes me laugh, and my number two is going to be, and I need the to type California it out. The California raisins. The California <laughs> raisins, and no, we're gonna go berries and cream starburst commercial. Wait a minute. With the little lad who loves berries and cream. I remember this. This is also a Super Bowl commercial at first. Pardon me. What kind of starburst did you just say? Berries. Berries. Berries and what else? And cream. Berries and cream. Berries and cream. I'm a little lad who does berries and cream. That's all it is, and it's so fucking weird. But just like the reaction, berries, berries, what else? Cream. Oh! And then he just breaks in a fucking song. I don't need to hear your sex voice. <laughs> I mean, let's hear his sex voice again. What kind of starburst did you just say? Berries. Berries. Berries and what else? And cream. Oh! oh! That's literally how it sounds. Every time. You know what's funny? Um, he just added the cream to those berries. <laughs> you are disgusting. We don't have this head of filth. We're going to yeah, make you black a... out. One more and we're blacking you out. This is this is the, I'm chopping uh, you in the chest. This is, this is definitely the Mormon network here. We don't say those kinds of things. Um, is that the dude? God, he looks coked out. He looks like he looks like he needs some berries and cream. You know what's fun? funny? Uh, the star- these starberries actually suck. Did they really? Yeah, I've the never had them. berries and cream are not that great. They taste like what you think they taste like, which is like yogurt and a Starburst. It's not great. That's not good. But the commercial fucking cracks me up. It's just, I'm a little lad who 
don't it's just so fucking random it doesn't make any sense there's no I, I can't name anymore right now but starburst had a couple of hits right yeah but yeah, but this one in particular was just like wow this dude's fucking weird He's just a little lad who loves berries and cream, but he's like a grown-ass man. And these kids are just trying to eat fucking Starburst, and he's he's harassing them. It's very funny to me. I don't know why, but that's my number two. And the one that I thought of first, Starburst, berries, and cream. JJ, your first number one on the show. What is your number one? Well, keeping in the theme with candy, my number one is also a candy commercial. And it's not funny. (laughs) It's... Probably like gonna be the lamest commercial on my list. Uh-huh. Bro, we just had a commercial about trains. You're fine. <laughs> Save your I money. Said, <laughs> I said my list. It's my list. But it's just one that I always remembered from my childhood. Never forgot it because it had like the catchiest theme song ever, mm-hmm. and it is "Dum Dums Lollipops." Dum Dums Lollipops. Dum 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 Dum. Cherry and grape. Water is it these ones right here? No. Oh well, God. those are the lollipops, but that's not the commercial. Oh my God! So I mean, it's that one. commercial it's at that the blue end. One. The this one right here? Yeah. Oh shit! Nineteen ninety one. Yes. This is so nineties. This is bro. What kind of Angela Anaconda shit is they got this? That, they got they got that PBS background. This definitely has that um, Zach Morris vibe for sure. Put yeah. one in your mouth a while. Oh, the end is the best. <laughs> what was that? Uh, Jess in the back said so it looks like they're on acid. It's, it's, so, it's this like weird Technicolor like... It's, Neon '90s. They have like the. It's the intro to Save by the Bell with the lollipops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got some like Kente cloth back there, and then a. I hate to say it, but a watermelon then imposed in front of it. <laughs> that was kind of imagery. No, it wasn't that wasn't a I black missed. kid. It's cool. <laughs> no, it wasn't a black kid, but the imagery was like kind of Afrocentric type of uh, background and and cloth. And then they put a watermelon in front of it. I, I hate to be the racist guy a part of this podcast, but uh, I see what I see, and I've I've trained my brain to see those patterns. Yeah, great for you. <laughs> Sorry, TJ. The one who should be offended here didn't even notice it. You have but thanks for pointing it out. Reese's Puff cereal as an entire brand. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Now it was educating the youth. Reese's Puffs on, on the raps, yo. <laughs> on the streets. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, little little white kids would be like, "Hey, come on, can we have Reese's Puffs?" And they're like, "No, no, you can't listen to that. No, I mean, no, can't eat that. We don't <laughs> turn we you do. into a hoodlum." <laughs> so you're not. That's one. how it starts. It's a slippery Dumb slope. Ninety one commercial. <laughs> so you eat Reese's Puffs, then you're <laughs> then you're addicted like to so <laughs> Jesus Christ, number and, one, dumb dumb ninety one. I just like it because it rhymes. Yeah. I mean, it's just like much like yours. When favorite commercials or top five commercials came up, this was the first one. That's fucking crazy, Marco. Your right, number so one. Put a shout out to my honorable mention. Yeah, we can throw honorable mentions here at this point. I know I have two, but go ahead. I at least one. one. At least one for me. I, I thought of. Go ahead. So I know JJ is definitely going to see this in his head. My honorable mention. TJ might see it. You're not going to see it at all. Uh, but it's just a tsunami commercial when tsunami was like. Um, so at this point in time, AMVs had just started, like people were just cutting and mixing their favorite parts of an anime to, uh, be like 
oh, I really like this. And then they would put System of a Down or Linkin Park in the background right, to be right. edgy. So they now, would... now, what I will say, though, is um, stop talking. What's your number one? No, Toonami, A Boy stop. Has a Right to Dream is my honorable mention. No, I don't care. What's your number one? Oh, it's a commercial I made. It's a commercial you made. Do you have evidence of this? Uh, don't no. worry. I'm kidding you off for a reason. What's your number one? It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. No, we don't have the film out it, but it, it's so... Um, I was really into film when I was in high school. Like, uh-huh. in, in the sense I was the weird kid with a camera, we were both the weird kids with cameras and yeah. shit. And then, uh, so the first project I ever had where it was like, we've given you a camera, we've given you editing software, go out and do it, was a commercial. And so, I actually have it written down. So <laughs> you wrote down the, the commercial the in commercial its entirety. The talking about, I, I, I swear to God, it's on my list. So, like, you can, you can, I'm going to highlight it here. Uh-huh. The one with the big line next to it, that's those are the words that are gonna come out of his mouth. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. The Charmin Cholo is what we call that commercial. Now now Charmin is pronounced Charmin. No, so well this was for Mexicans. Charmin Cholo. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. But the Charmin right pronunciation for Hispanics. But the Charmin Cholo was so, uh, for this commercial, we actually had JJ sitting in a bathroom, and it's the typical, like, he goes to roll the toilet paper, and nothing's there. So. <laughs> yes, I did this. <laughs> so I've been renewed on camera for money. What of it? <laughs> so, he reaches underneath him and grabs, like, the dryer hand brown scratchy paper, uh. and then he looks at the camera and goes, why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on. Let me do. <laughs> and that's the end of the commercial no, no. And okay we had a mascot bro the, the charming cholo yes the whitest person in our high school jeremiah rhodes is who we chose to be the charming cholo <laughs> a lot of self-hate in that right there <laughs> so we just we're thought it would be hilarious we're marketing ironic. for white guys or we're marketing for mexicans let's have the whitest skin person there stereotypes he showed up with a beanie over his uh, like over his head it actually covered his eyes like uh in next friday and he goes like, "Don't worry, Holmes. I got you. Together, together forever, charming." And he throws a, tar- a charming toilet paper roll over the. <laughs> so, so you made a commercial where when you run out of toilet paper and are forced to use that science lab brown toilet paper or just hand paper, a white Mexican jumps up out of nowhere to give you charming cholo comfort. Yes. Yes. <laughs> My brain hurts. <laughs> But now I want this. I want to re. We should recreate that. Also, with TJ as the Charmin Cholo. <laughs> it's 2019, and we need to update it. Edward was taste. also in this commercial, and funny thing about that is that Edward was in every shot except for the ones where I'm in the stall. What? <laughs> so was he like in the reflection by accident? No. So the setup, the premise was that we walk into like uh, a Seven Eleven together. Uh-huh. Well, it was a shell. There's no Seven Elevens in Eagle Pass. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we walk into you know a convenience store together, and I'm like, "Oh, dude, I gotta take a shit. I'll be back." And as I'm running towards the bathroom, Edward's already like at the beer aisle. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know the the whole scene the why happens and when the charming cholo walks in edward is walking out (laughs) (laughs) he actually never changes clothes either so it's just it's just the same guy he's nightcrawler (laughs) 
So that's your number one. And he's also a dick because he could have passed me some fucking Charmin before I needed the Cholo to help me. Oh my god, fuck those bears, man! We need the Charmin Cholo. I've definitely actually seen elements of this in commercials between now and then, though. So that's what's hilarious. Is like I thought of that first (laughs) and put it to film somewhere to be lost in time. Well, so we've actually there's several things that we filmed that were actually really hilarious. We actually. According to our teacher, filmed one of the funniest shorts ever, and we've bothered him several times to be like, "Where is it?" Yeah, I don't know, man. My video library is like filled of all your classes' bullshit, like yeah. several classes worth of bullshit. Yeah. So wow. we'll never see it until we go to the archives. But that's your number one, TJ. What is your number one? Well, uh, mine's super simple. Uh, actually, it's kind of broken up into two. But number one is the average college guy. The average college guy? The Everest college Ever- guy. Oh, oh. That asshole. So for some preface out there, Everest College is, a, I believe, a community college or, yeah. or some sort of community college. I really don't even know, dog. A web, a web online college. I'm not quite sure. But the premise is it's a man who's trying to motivate you to go to college. In three. You're sitting on the couch, you're watching, watching TV, TV, and your life's passing, passing you by. You keep procrastinating <laughs> over and over. Well, maybe I'll go to school next year, maybe next semester. No, do it right now. They'll work with you after work, or you can go before work. You can do whatever you need to do to graduate. Go talk to somebody right now. They out to help you. You spend all day on the phone anyhow. Why don't you make a phone call that's going to help you in your future? All you got to do is pick up the phone and make the call. Why are you making it complicated? It's easy. I have a lot of problems with this commercial. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, Negro, you do not look like you've gone to any college, all right? <laughs> Number two, why are you getting so mean? Right? Like, this popped up every time at night. And I was like, 12? Uh-huh. I was like, dog, I'm not even, I can't even go to college. But he had me feeling as though I was dumb. <laughs> hey, um, you dumb bitch. Why aren't you in college right now? You're on your phone. He's basically, watching cartoons, touching yourself. You're there, go sitting co- on the couch. Dude, it's like, what in the morning? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and where are you? You're not even outside any school? You're out. You're, that's an, that's your apartment complex. That's your apartment complex. Someone knocked on your. That's a Motel Six. You're put, <laughs> someone wearing a white plain tee. Your hat sideways, like Marco. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, this looks like the guy for, that would fix your car, like in that uh, exhibit TV show. Oh, the pimp my ride type of thing. <laughs> yeah, this he, man is wearing very baggy pants. He, we can't he, even see. He's the guy who pulls up. Like when exhibit pulls up, he's like, "Oh, hey." Oh, this is the guy who's going to fix your car. I don't like. Look, there's a lot of things wrong with this commercial, but it was effective. Like, I mean, at the end of it, I mean, if, if you don't want to go to school after being roasted for 30 seconds, right? And you went to UT just in response to this <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I was inspired. He said, "Go to go to college, Negro. Call him. <laughs> just call UT just, and be yeah, like, yeah, so just call him. Yo, I was like, Cause, UT, can I have college, please? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. All you had to do was call. Nobody really yeah, thought this Everest, way. Everest guy said I should just call, and you're like, oh. Oh, You're we kicked so that dude out. We, we don't take <laughs> phone applications normally. Bro, but. we should do that as a plan. <laughs> just, just call different call. admissions office and be like, hey, Everest College guy said I should call in and go to college. Because I don't even – so the, I, I stopped at the at, – near the end. It doesn't have a phone number. It just says call now. So they cut off, I think, a little bit. Okay. it should be like their phone number is usually at the bottom of okay. the entire episode. Okay. So maybe, yeah, to avoid people from going to college. See, whoever uploaded this video <laughs> is trying to keep the man down. The man, whoever is watching this video, apparently. And then the other one, which was a lot more peppy and with a spunky white girl, is uh, the uh, education connection. Edu- uh, oh, yeah. so so your number one is uh, education. So my, my brain definitely was like, 
hey, late night commercials. I thought this was going through like that porn one eight hundred services and shit like that, uh-huh. but. I mean, there was a phone number involved. Yeah, wait. Time <laughs> out. Look, I see that y'all guys are just not. <laughs> y'all guys are looking at the porn commercials. I was trying to get an education. <laughs> what are you talking about? Girls Gone Wild, their new tapes. That's what I'm saying. Nice like, ah, this is not education. <laughs> Everyone saw those Girls Gone Wild commercials. Because the thing is, when you were yeah, watching. looking for double D's, I'm looking for A's. Well, you would be watching. <laughs> and so. <laughs> I don't know about you, though. <laughs> but back to my point, while well, I was trying to look for those double Ds. You're really searching for that point. <laughs> so am I. I know. But, but the thing I was trying to make a point, because like the average college guy, he was yelling at you, but they auto-correct, like they auto-corrected the audio levels for television. So he'd be like, you know what? Go to college, all right? And it's midnight. You're not supposed to be watching TV. So this guy's chastising you in the privacy of your own little uh, volume on 2%. Yeah, bro. I was just trying to watch Trigun. Exactly. <laughs> 2% volume on, but for whatever reason, if you were on the wrong channel, maybe not maybe not Cartoon Network, of course, but this would be like E! Entertainment or something. It'd be like, all right, and uh, yeah, go to college or whatever. <gasps> Girls gone wild, big titties everywhere. And it's like, shit, just the fuck, shut the fuck, shut the fuck, shut And then you'd watch the commercial, and then your dad would be like, stop looking at titties, and then, and then you'd get in trouble. Kind One time I fell asleep, and it was nothing but titty commercials, and my dad got super mad at me because he's like, stop watching titty commercials before you go to bed. <laughs> and it wasn't my fault. See, I, I just I, I just looked at education commercials. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, I was making jokes about Pornhub commercials, and you understood every single one of them before Doc, the podcast. I understood one of them, and it was actually really funny. <laughs> yeah. I just busted up. Hey, you. Do you want to touch my boobs? Press this button. All you nasty cochinos out there that are listening right now know the commercial I'm talking about. Right. Don't press the buttons. Just press skip. I have no idea what commercial you're talking about. I know you don't because you have a girlfriend. Us lonely folk here know the commercial we're talking about. JJ is abstaining with, with silence. <laughs> no, no, but play this one. This one's also this one's also the peppy white girl version of instead of getting yelled at, you can get songed at. <laughs> Bro, I remember this girl. I always thought she was cute. I'd rather get yelled at. I hated this commercial. <laughs> See, no, what you should do, TJ, is get the same colorful backdrops and then just do that other guy's commercial, but just yell at him instead of a parking lot, make it in this colorful world. Well, I was thinking that I could actually free. get the Reese's Puff rappers yeah. to come through <laughs> on the education connection. Go to motherfucking college, motherfucker! They weren't allowed to cuss then. They now they can. Cuss, but... would, you swipe right? would you swipe right for her on Bubble? Bro, I'd swipe right to most things on Bubble. Has- <laughs> Let's be clear. I just made a joke about Pornhub commercials. Look, look, look. I think all, I need to swipe I'm saying, right. All I'm saying is that y'all guys, were, like I said, you had your little uh, dirty commercials at the end of the night. I got to see a beautiful woman singing to me about college. She's educated. She's educated. She's uh, Well, no, she went to high school and yeah, didn't do great. She didn't do good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I said, shit. I'm sorry. She has education. As in, she has once intended education. Yeah, no. Uh, realistically, I hate this commercial. It's so catchy. Uh, and but but I think like you know I have a thing with uh, with rapping for no reason, uh, but but hey it worked and and the current commercial is burnt to my head so yeah the education commercials at the end of the night bro I can accept that you love uh random rapping for if you can accept that I love random dumb shit we love the sound <laughs> no 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 no, no. Get 
Reese's Puffs. <laughs> no, no. Get some Reese's. Go to school and go to college. I like the Reese's. I, I like the Reese's Puff rap. Uh, that's it. Like songs are best way to get me to remember your commercial. That doesn't mean I love it. I do like the Reese's Puff rap. I, that dumb shit. That 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 burnt brain cells. All right? We have berries and cream. <laughs> <laughs> Universal, okay. another year, several ones. I'm going to go into, um, so a couple ones got left off. They probably should have made the list. This one was my ringtone for the longest time. Honorable mention number one is going to be the E-Trade Baby Super Bowl 43 commercial with a little little black baby. Looks like TJ actually wearing the same orange shirt as him. Hey, look, he's, he's got a little, he's got a little collar, a little, a little sweater no, vest. That is little me. He's really cute. And for some reason, he sings the song, Take These Broken Wings, and it cracks me the fuck up. Like these, the E-Trade can really help you replan your investments. So, yep. you know, it gives you the tools and research. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Take control. Rise up. Take these broken No, 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 no. What? Stop. What? I can't flex the golden pipes? It's not the venue. It's inspiration. Any place. Fine. Okay, where was and I? I'm on the fly again. <laughs> That's literally what this podcast would be if it was just you and TJ. <laughs> hey, we can't do this. <laughs> Take these broken wings. Shut up. <laughs> oh my god. And actually, then, no, those, go those babies are so cute. Like, I, really actually, cute. I remember that commercial. Cute. That's a really good commercial. Oh my god. And then the last one was late night. Oh my god. I gotta remember these commercials. God damn it. What were the commercials for, like, the love songs late at night? That Monster was, like, ballads? Monster ballads. Oh, you're going, like, CD, mix, like, the, the greatest CD ballads site. of the 80s. But there's one in particular where it's, like, Celine Dion and it has Luther Vandross. Um, you're not going to get it, it by like, typing the artist. It just type, like, compilation commercial, compilation and that'll be the way to find songs. it. Aren't they usually by, like, Time Life? Maybe Time not. Life. Thank you, JJ. <laughs> God damn it. I would have never remembered that. Time Life. Music collection. Wait, what it's the definitely fuck? Not God good. damn it! Music collection commercial. There we go. My Google foo is there. It is. I believe it's this one. Yep. The greatest love song. Dude, I, I know one of these ones. The greatest voices. Oh, wait for it, Luther Vandross. Yep. Oh no, not yet. Supposed to live without you. The Once in a Lifetime Collection. This commercial is two fucking minutes long, by the way. Oh, we're listening now. We're not listening to all of it. But I want to find Luther Vandross. The Ultimate Love Songs Collection. We got to wait. Here and now. We got to wait for one part. I promise to love faithfully. Puppy, monkey, baby. Puppy, monkey, baby. Puppy, monkey, baby, as sung by Rod Stewart. Puppy... Puppy monkey. I'll give you this one. Get like after George, in between George Lopez and French Prince from ten thirty uh, yep. to eleven on Nick, uh, Nick at Night. Luther Vandross. This one right here, baby. Here and now. It's a it's a beautiful song. But no, we are not talking about these as my number one. My number one because fuck you and your assumptions. My number one was actually the tsunami shorts that they ran as commercials. No wonder you told me to shut the fuck up. I, it did because that was my number one. And that was an aggressive shut the fuck up. I know. Let me see if I can find them. Uh, Toonami. What were they called? Like Toonami. That one, Broken Promises, is actually one of them. That's sure. Yeah, that's definitely one of them. But there was another one where it was like, uh, it, it might have been this one. This is one of the greatest ones that they've had. And they would do these. And the reason why it made my number one was because, yeah, AMVs were about yep. to be a thing. And no, they, they were, were a thing. They were a thing. And... 
instead of actually just being like, oh, here's some clips of anime with, like you said, uh, get down with the sickness on the bottom or some Linkin Park song. That's a terrible disturbed impersonation. Oh, wow. <laughs> Way better. You Way saved better. it. Got it. <laughs> Locked down. But, uh, you know, instead of just putting in the end watching, uh, I used to watch in the end Street Fighter music AMVs and stuff. And then I also saw Street Fighter versus SNK with a live version of the, uh, what was the song from Crazy Bro, Taxi? Nope. All I Want. Oh, that was like my favorite one. But these Toonami ones, this one's an HD, so they someone recut it. There were just these little mashups of all the shows that they had with the narrator who had this really deep voice. He was kind of like Optimus Prime, but not really. It was Optimus Prime. Oh, was it really? Peter yeah. Cullen? It was Peter Cullen in the first runs of Toonami. So then I'm right. And so his voice would just be narrating like, the world stands on the brink of destruction. And then they would just have different episodes of animes kind of relaying that theme. So I'll play a little bit of it, and hopefully you can hear some of that narration. Kills already, right? Bro, I'm watching Allah start Hulu and it doesn't look this good. Space. A boy has the right to dream. There are endless possibilities stretched out before him. Whatever happens from now on. Stand firm and face your destiny without fear, but with courage. What awaits him down the path, he will then have to choose. No one's gonna give you a map, you've gotta walk your own path. The children leave their homes in search of this quest. What is thy desire? As they search, they are always asking questions. What's out there? What's waiting for me? Why was I made? Who made me? And what did they make me for? gonna go up into space with your old man or not maybe i'll never get over this i've lived my life following my dreams and i don't have any regrets you're gonna just keep running away just keep running away i'm not running shit's fucking crazy man and if i was high (laughs) i'd be just sitting here in deep Really deep retrospective Con- contemplation on real life questions. I-, I-, I say that weed and lo-fi hip hop is my weakness. Throw an anime into that bitch, and you might not see me again. <laughs> <laughs> and that's yeah, the, even the beat. Yeah, it was Bruh, lo-fi hip hop a decade before the channel, bro. This Easily. fed into like my whole like, oh man, I want to be a teenager, teenager questioning shit like so bad when I was ten. <laughs> this fed into your your rebellious side. Yeah, and then I was just a fat kid watching anime at 10, really. <laughs> like, uh, but, I mean, the thing that I'm interested in, so uh, I'm watching these anime clips. You're not even a big Dragon Ball fan. Like, did you watch Outlaw Star, Yu Yu Hakusho? That was the thing. I, I, I didn't like Yu, Yu Yu Hakusho a lot. I did watch Outlaw Star. I didn't like Big O. I'm, the Toonami Cycle, I watched Toonami religiously. That's one thing you don't know about me is that the second it came on with... Uh, Started with Tenchi, I believe, at four o'clock uh, during the time frame I was watching it. I'm it proud of you. Tenchi I've for never an been hour. so proud of you. In my Tenchi life. for an hour at five <laughs> o'clock. It was Dragon Ball for two episodes, I believe. Which the first one was last week's, and then or last yeah. episode, then the second one being the new one, and then it went from to Gundam Wing, and then it went to like something else after. And then once those cycled out, they went to like the original Gundam, and then they sw- they would switch out the first one, and then oh, that's like it, the it third started- run of Toonami. Like Gundam Wing, like. 
was just made for like edge lords like us and right. then gundam is actually kind of hard to watch because it was made in the 70s right and yeah. so and so it was like i watched tsunami when moltar was there <laughs> and then and then i had chubby tom and then they had oh no they had fucking weird ass tom that like the weird pearl one then it was chubby tom that was when i really started watching with chubby tom then like the buffed out Tom, and then he got fucking weird. After buffed out Tom, it was kind of like I think they killed him off temporarily, and that's kind of when I stopped watching. And that was roughly after the Boo Saga. I, I was like real into the Cell Saga, then the Boo Saga I was like, we're doing this again, <laughs> another yeah, I, I big baddie. I wasn't into the Boo Saga. Yeah, and that's where I dropped. Really in. like the Boo. I mean, I'm, I really like Dragon Ball Z, but right. the Boo Saga is probably the weakest part. Right, but the yeah. Cell Saga was fucking great, and that, but I was like, yeah, this is awesome. We we won. And then it's like, hey, there's another bad guy. Is it the red? Was the red ribbon army involved with Boo again? Or no? That was no, the, no, uh, the that was Cell. That was, was Cell. Android. No, that was the androids. But who was involved from like the the previous like movies and stuff that caused Boo? It wasn't. It wasn't that weird little turtle guy. You're talking Garlic about Jr.? Bibbity. And... No, I'm talking about Garlic Junior. But it is Bibbity. You're right. But yeah, after that, I was like, okay, enough of these sorcerers. Everyone's just strong. Um, no, but yeah, everyone's into Dragon Ball. It's cool to be in Dragon Ball. I go to the gym. Everybody's wearing like training to beat Goku t-shirts. But like, I'm actually more surprised you were into Outlaw Star in the time. Yeah, I was really into Tenchi Muyo and both the, both versions or whatever. There's like ten, then it went like different uh, things. There's a lot of weird versions. Tenchi's weird, and I right. think it's actually just a dating anime for the most part. Right, but it was like I was like a little kid, and I was like, this seems like a, it's like a sitcom. I was watching like Full House and shit, so I was like. Yeah, I, I kind of like this already. It's just, <laughs> it just has weird cat girls and shit. So it's like, all right, that's fine. So when I talk about anime waifus, I have a nice assortment to pick from. No, you don't. <laughs> I'm not just going to pick the random big titty ones, man. You got to be. You're just going to pick Street Fighters, like five Street Fighter women. I thought about it. I told him it was going to be Cammy five times or Cammy and fine. all of her clones. And then Chun-Li is number one. That's perfectly fine, except they're not anime waifus. See, and that's what I told him. He was like, no, there's anime of Street Fighter. You therefore. get one. You get one exception. Right. Because there is an anime where there's like Chun-Li's, like, again, with the pornography. She's naked in the anime. And I sought it out because I was a little horny teenager. And I was like, yeah. wow. You, JJ knows. <laughs> yeah. Please speak up for him. He said, back me up. That's why you're here. <laughs> yeah. We have you on this island. JJ's like, I agree with you, but I'm looking the other way. JJ's like, I saw those big anime titties, but I'm not going to say I saw those big anime titties. I did. Did I not? Did I not interject and say that I saw them? Very more quietly than usual, JJ. <laughs> <laughs> you need to make a confident. Yes, I saw the anime. I titties. saw like, Chun Li's titties. Thank you. Yes, fist bump. Nobody can see that we didn't do it, so it happened. That said, that is our number you five. You don't oh, date yeah. Chun Li for the titties, but you know, she thighs. has. Yeah, thigh. oh, dude, don't, buddy. Y'all want to talk about? But they didn't thighs. thighs. Them, them thighs, dog. The strongest woman in the world. That's her moniker in the games. And she's... I know random Street Fighter facts. You guys think I'm not a nerd, but Street Fighter was my nerd thing. She plays second in the Olympics in shooting. That's what I know about Chun-Li. Like, she's like a world record marksman. But she didn't get first for Hey, some why are you reason. getting all defensive, dog? We, I'm we, just we, saying. We, 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 shit, you. I like her legs, and I know that she shoots guns. It's way more nerdier that you like Tenchi. Like, just for It's facts. just been a long time since I've seen it, but I imagine I'd be I like, can't name any of the girls in Tenchi, but I saw it when it was on Toonami. Ryooko? Ryooki. I think that was the cat or one of the characters. I'm not sure. I, it could have been a cat and a character. Slowly but surely, this I is turning into an anime podcast. I, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> that has always been And I watched a lot of Hamtaro. That counts. 
Ham- Fuck out of here. Hamtaro, <laughs> time. Kitsch, 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 kitsch. Ooh, Hamta. Little hamster's big adventures. Yeah, I was like, you fucked up that theme song. Like, <laughs> Oh, I got it. I was going, no, you got to do the intro parts and all the hamster noises, all right? If you're going to go hard, you go hard. And I'm going to get the fuck out of here because everyone's lost interest in my Hamtaro time. So my top five going down. Number five, got a job. Just call the IRS. Number four, Peyton Manning, the very own action toy. I'm glad you're quoting every single one. Real man of genius. Number two, I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. And number one, space, the final frontier. Tsunami, mineral. TJ, what is your top five? My number five is sock and boppers. Soccer boppers, excuse me. More fun than the pillow fight, they say. Ah, uh, some do. Uh, my number four is random generic Negro singing about cereal. <laughs> <laughs> As if there's any others. Uh, my <laughs> Reese's Puffs. My number three uh, would be... Oh, damn. Now I blanked out. I know, because you don't write them down. I don't write them down. I come in memorize, and then once I say them, I'm done. We'll get back to my number. Number three was the fucking uh, train bitch. Oh, uh, no. That was number two. Number three, then. Uh, number three was... Uh, oh, was uh, the Cartoon Network Takeover. Cartoon Network Takeover. And Cartoon Network uh, commercials in general. My number two was the Lionel Coin Bank. Lionel Coin Bank. Save your Save money. Your money. <laughs> Save your money. Uh, my number one was... Uh, <sighs> college. The commercial. Uh, now on to... Actually, no. We can skip you, Marcos. Yours are lame. <laughs> <laughs> What's your number five? <laughs> That's what... You gotta do all, no, that's my number four. <laughs> you gotta do all your top five as the Sponge Monkeys. No, no please. <laughs> I can't, bro, because I can't do that to Crossfire. My number five. We got the Crossfire. That's see, it doesn't even sound the same. Oh, God. <laughs> you, you're not caught up in love, bro. I'm not caught up in the. See, I really thought Crossfire was a game about like how you get girlfriends. You just challenge the other person she's interested in because it's the whole theme song. It's like you get caught up in love. Oh, yeah, it was love. <laughs> that's what you thought it was. No, no I'm I'm saying that like that's my own headcanon. You know, oh. JJ had his own headcanon for Choco yes. Milk. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna go up to the next girl I'm into. Hey, hey, who's, who you talking to? Tell them to play me in Crossfire. Sometime. Who else did you match with on Bumble, and how do I defeat them? <laughs> Sometime in the future. Give me your phone and all your matches. <laughs> we have games to play. And in the background, just drums. The <laughs> <laughs> fire's going on in the background. It's time. <laughs> it's crossfire. <laughs> and then number four, TJ's favorite. We love the sun! <laughs> number three, the Osama commercial. <laughs> Uh, number two, puppy, monkey, baby. And number one, the Charmin Cholo commercial with an honorable mention to Sammy's number one, Toonami commercials. JJ, what is your number top five, I should say? My top five. Number five, Pancho Pantera gives you choco milk and has <laughs> sex with your mom. <laughs> number four, real men of genius. Number three. The Smash Brothers commercial. So happy together. Number two, just, you know, outside right now, the Call of Duty Black Ops commercial. (laughs) 
And number one, dum dums, dum be dooby dum 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 dum. That is so specific. <laughs> you know what? Nobody had that stupid fucking owl. Oh, the, the, the tootsie pops. How many licks does it take? <laughs> Three. Because fuck that owl. He I didn't... wanted my lollipop. <laughs> right. How many kids, how, how many of you guys, lastly, how many of you guys tried that before you just were like, I'm fat? <laughs> All of us were chubby kids at one point. Yes. Uh, yeah. No, I never really probably got past 18 licks. Before you're just like, Arr. I like bite into lollipops all the time right now. But so. you didn't even try to simulate the commercial. Fuck no. I'm like, I, I would overthink it because I was like, wait, just to get to the center? So, like, if I focus on one side, <laughs> I, I does that mean Tootsie what? Pops have the worst center? Tootsie Rolls are delicious. No, they're are not. Are we fighting? Are we fighting? Are you cross firing? I challenge you <laughs> to, to cross, cross fire. fire. <laughs> <laughs> you got him from the. <laughs> Who are you into? <laughs> there has to be a woman on the line. <laughs> Who did you both match with on Tinder? And then alert her of it. Spoiler alert, I don't match with anybody on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> Play the crossfire song like slower. Crossfire. <laughs> you keep coming. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Pancho Pantera? He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna show Bro, up and give you some choco milk. What if I got choco milk and just started pulling mad bitches? I, <laughs> Pantera power! Come here, guapa. You're like, hey, girl, I got this mix. <sighs> well, it sounds like I'm drugging her. I got this mix. Powder in your face. <laughs> Pocket sand. It's called, it's called Rufalin. <laughs> but it's choco flavored. <laughs> I'm thinking about you, baby. <laughs> choco meal. <laughs> in your face. But that's our top five commercials for the Sync down thank you everybody for listening uh week in and week out if you have your top five of your favorite commercials say them down below so we can kind of read them on air we haven't had anybody comment but if you're listening and you have your top five commercials we'll read them on air before the show starts of course and if you have any top fives you want to hear us talk about you can definitely leave those down below as well i figure you know what I don't want to do top five anime waifus, so we'll go ahead and put it to your suggestion top down there. Top five anime waifus coming by the end of this month, I promise you. Probably gonna happen, but... I mean, maybe. Who knows what my topic is? Who knows? But I'll find out apparently Wednesday at 4 p.m. Wednesday at 4 p.m. That said, I'm Sammy Gonzalez, and I'll find that out whenever I can on Instagram, on Twitter, and all other forms of social media at the Mexicans. That's T H E M E X C E L L E N C E. You can find me, TJ. Where can they find you? Holla at your boy on Facebook at Taylor Manasa, on Instagram at TJ Mana. If you want to holla at me on any other video game platform, I'm pretty sure you can find me at Alpha X Phoenix. But if you can't find your boy, you can't find Sammy, you can more than happy to find Marco plus the S. So, and if you want to find me, just style. JL Marco 62. Doesn't matter what medium you choose. If you, you want dial? <laughs> How old are you, man? You're not that much older than me. Old enough to play Crossfire, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never no played No one's it. ever played Crossfire. <laughs> no, no. I think it only existed once because everyone bought them. But when he says dial, you got to go to a rotary phone, click all the way down <laughs> oh. to J to M to Os. Well, you skipped an L, but yeah. Fuck your L. <laughs> Proceed with the plugs. <laughs> Yeah, now just dial JL Marcos 62 into any form of social media. And if you add Gmail, you can email me and send me a puppy monkey baby. 
And JJ, where can they find you? Well, I'm pretty much just JJ Morales everywhere. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, search for some combination of Super Saiya J. And on the stage, he is known as the Puppy Monkey Baby. Be sure to tip generously. Yep. That's world's it, tallest midget. Adios. Oh, no, the music's playing, TJ. The sweet, sweet music you've heard before. We love the song! This is our outro! Hey, I just want to take a second. We're really... The theme song's playing. No, it's too late. I hate It's been great. Oh, God, I can't handle around. this. Um, I hate all of these people. This was a transition from JJ taking over as our black representative. No, what? it's actually the other way. Sam's leaving, and yeah, he, he, he's going to sensitivity camp for the next month. Sorry, uh, what was it? The the, the black community. You got to apply. You got to apologize to the, the black community. Witnesses. UFC Mormons. I don't got apologize to shit for the UFC. Fuck them. <laughs> Londoners. Uh, no, London. Bostoners. Why did I, what did I say about the Londoners? You were you. Have oh, about their bombings. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't revel in your bombings at all. Just, uh, the, just, just what. No, don't don't imply things that shouldn't be implied. And I'm sorry for all the people who I've ruined uh, your your masturbation sessions by calling out those advertisements you see in front of them. Now you'll think of me every time. And I know for some of you, that's OK. Ooh, but for the oh, rest of you guys, uh, right before right before you ready, you got it right in hand. Hey, click the button to see my boobs. Now you're going to think of me every time that goes there. So now the music's playing. Okay, it left for TJ to say his thing. And now it's coming back so we can say bye to everybody. Everybody say bye to the music.